And we are live. Hey, Concrete, what's going on, girl? Hey, child, what's up? What's up? What's up? Happy Tuesday. <laughs> happy Tuesday. <laughs> I was about to say happy Wednesday, but no, we ain't there yet. Not quite. Happy hey. Tuesday. What's going on with you, first and foremost? What's going on, child? Girl, same shit, different day, different day, same-ish. Honey, you already know. I feel you. I am a girl in a little bit of a good mood. I Ooh, already you told sound you. like it. Ooh. First off, so <laughs> I already told you that I'm planning on doing something else different in February. Well, for the rest of the year regarding my spending um, to continue to curtail it. So of course I'm not going to ever be a zero spender, but I can curb my spending and get it to under control for me to where it's under control for me, you know, where it's manageable for me, you know, everybody, um, you know, is what, what is manageable for one person is is maybe like, okay, that's too much. But for me, I want it to be, you know, under a certain threshold. So that's what I'm working on. But in do I say all that to say in doing that. So I one of the goals that I made to myself this year is to shop my closet more. So, you know, we have some things coming up next week. So in preparation for that, I was shopping my closet today and baby, I got some shit in there. Girl, like trying stuff on, like, girl, this is cute. This with this and this with, baby, like I literally was shopping my closet today and felt like I went to the mall. I did have to run out and go. I went to go look for that shirt that I told you I was looking for. But like uh, that, uh, I was, it was very lackluster, a lackluster trip. But I came back and I shot my closet and I was like, sis, like you plan, <laughs> you got the heat in here. So I was, I'm still kind of on a high from that because I just was wrapping up before we came on air and baby, I need to find somewhere to go because I got some heat. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Meg, I'm going to time your ass out. You need, you ought to be showing yourself. <laughs> um, but shout out to everybody in the Shut chat. Meg, what uh, Miss Trucker need? What, what, what Miss Trucker need? That's what baby, I want to know. All kind of stuff. Because, you know, <laughs> that, he that take part. her ass to Walmart and be like, Maria, you, <laughs> you already know, baby. Kmart. <laughs> Do they still got Kmart? <laughs> Probably where he at. He probably take out a Dollar General. Girl, dollar did tree. you ever watch what is that show called? Ninety Day Fi is it? I think it's Ninety Day Fiance, where he took that girl to the Goodwill. Uh, yes, I seen that one. I seen that one. He had that chick from I think it was she from the DR yeah. or something. Yeah. Yes, and she came over here, baby. He took her to the Goodwill with his good cheek behind. Girl, I had that raggedy furniture with them holes all. In, but let me tell you something, baby. I would have got back on the plane and went back home. Send me back home. Just <laughs> send me back home, <laughs> sir. Yeah, <laughs> no, you ain't taking me to no Goodwill, baby. I can curb the spending, but you ain't taking me to no Goodwill. But I'm working on it. I'm working. I'm a work in progress. Yeah, I I was looking crazy, but that's what D Mac be taking his women, honey. You to know, the wheel. Mm -hmm. right on to the GW. Wanting, they don't be wanting to spend no money and shit. You know, <laughs> you know. It. Um, on Mondays, I think it's fifty percent off or some uh, D Mac. In case mm -hmm. you was wondering. Um and 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 you also can get a senior citizen discount, D Mac. <laughs> <laughs> that part that Listen, part he said oh, wait a minute
minute. Look at Andrew raggedy ass. Uh, oh, we actually on time for once. Listen, don't do that. Don't don't listen. Y'all be hard. Y'all hard on black women, boy. Hard yeah, listen, on sisters. Let Maria be late. Oh, well, I'm trying you know, to tell Maria, you. Maria had to put more into her looks. That's why exactly. She they make an exception for Maria. It's all right Bernie. for Maria to be late. Mm. Um, what is the Negro improvement plan? Hmm. We gonna talk about it. Wait a minute. We gonna get off into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, honey, you mean like you seventy three, D Mac? We know you. You old, bro. <laughs> Relax. Relax. Old oh, <laughs> Relax, blue pill poppy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you wrong. You are so wrong. Blue pill Ooh. poppy. What's that? <laughs> You know you're wrong. But anyway, child, what's been going on with you? Uh, girl, like I said, not too much. Just working, okay. working, working. Um, mm -hmm. get Curlin's money. Hey, Mr. Curlin. Um, mm. babe, I'm trying to get you some money now. You know, I don't, um, <laughs> I don't want I don't want any domestic good, discipline. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we ain't trying to have him bend you over his knees, so yeah. Um, but definitely not trying to do that. Concrete, what you know about that? <laughs> See, you be oh, I seen what you put on your TikTok too, anyways. But anyway, I mean, you are and you was and is, is, and proudly owns it, mm -hmm. sure. proudly owns it. Child, um, what's been going on off in these streets? You ready to get off into it, child? Yes, girl, let's go. Let's get off into it. It's a little, little something, something. It ain't been but a couple days since we've been around these parts, but it's a little bit of stuff going off in these streets. So, girl, did you hear about Matt Barnes? So, we already know. Matt light-skinned, I believe he's mixed, but he might as well be dark-skinned. Because Matt is about that life and, and has been for a very long time. We know he plays no games. So he got into it with his fiance. He's engaged to Ananda Sims, who is Beverly Smith, who was, I believe, one of the first supermodels or something like that. Uh -huh. um, her daughter, he is engaged to her. They've been together for some years, but he engaged to her and he got into it with her first husband um her ex-husband they were at like a 49ers game or something and some words were exchanged and matt spit on the man child <laughs> he spit girl i i i'm trying to figure out now i think that man if that man sues the brakes off of matt barnes he absolutely should because to me like if I tell us if I tell a person like I will spit on you, that mm -hmm. is like the highest to me. You know, I it. think spitting on somebody is probably like the highest level of disrespect. Like I mm -hmm. think that is absolutely the highest level of disrespect. I think spitting on somebody is worse than slapping them. Like mm -hmm. if I if I tell somebody, have you ever spit on somebody before? Um, no, I never spit on nobody. That's not in my makeup mm -mm. oh 
<laughs> that's not like it may you know not as an adult not as a fully aware person like uh you know may, I can may possibly as a kid doing something disgusting and nasty but not that I can remember recall ever spitting on nobody no mm -mm, mm -mm. oh um, we was always taught that's the my mama always like that's the nastiest thing you could do to somebody yeah it <laughs> so is it definitely <laughs> oh my god yeah. um yeah that that's definitely um that's that that's a beat down that's to me beating your ass on site every time i oh child the mm. thought of that is just repulsive like the thought of like honey um yeah. but yeah child that that was deep and i'm like he get him like he <laughs> mm -hmm. uh gaston get you some business <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I spit, but not the way you was talking, dog. Get you some you business. Know, Grow what, up. What are we talking about? Nothing. Oh, okay. Nothing. Um, nothing. Listen, nothing. I hope you ain't over there on that. Um, what's the girl name who got was uh go with Bill and was doing had the little tape over there in Miami? Um, you talking about Suki, huh? <laughs> 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 okay, 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 okay. Back no, on track. girl. Oh, child. <laughs> no, that's just a whole nother level. No, <laughs> that's a whole nother level. Um, <laughs> no, ma'am. Um, okay. Girl, See, you be talking about I ain't approved. That's what I be envisioning when I be thinking about you, child. But listen, oh, you, Glorilla, you go to hell. No, not Glorilla, not Glorilla. Suki, Suki, Suki. I ain't gonna give you Glorilla. I'm a, not that shit. Far. Hey, they, neither one of them is better than the other. Shit. Matter of fact, if I'm Glorilla, you Suki, Hana. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, okay. Come on, uh -uh. come on. Let's no, let's bring it back to the table. Come on now. No, <laughs> ma'am. All right. So, you Matt. <laughs> now. Him and Anansa claims that the uh, that the ex was has been harassing them for weeks, threatening them, has been causing a bunch of ruckus, and essentially was asking for it. Matt said the ex was trying to assault him, and he was just trying to get away, and he even went so far as to get a restraining order against this man. So he was saying he was trying to defend himself, and that's his story. So... Who knows? I don't know, but I don't know if spitting on somebody is the way to defend yourself. But yeah, who 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 knows? Um, <sighs> Bro, Carlin, don't do that. <laughs> don't don't. And she, listen, I have I didn't even bring that up. I she was talking about she's the one who said, was responding to Gaston and said, "Listen, uh, y'all always, anyways." That's all I got. Um, I have nothing else on that. I, I, I just, he always find his way in some mess, some way, somehow. That's that's uh, about all I have. You on know him. what? Uh, I don't think rap, Matt Barnes is wrapped too tight. And, <laughs> you know, maybe it's the light-skinnedness. Because he seems like Matt is definitely going to react. He going to react to something. Like, yeah. He, he don't play no games. Here. And maybe it comes from people like trying him, thinking like, oh, he mixed, he light skin, he he ain't gonna go. Baby, Matt gonna go every time. <laughs> like Matt plays no games. Like, yeah, he bought that life for sure. Yes, 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 girl. So yeah. 
But I just wanted to know if you saw that, child. Yes, girl. I do. I do have a few other things I wanted to talk about real quick, child. Ooh, so let, let me talk about this first. Did you see where Ocho talked about the fact, baby, that he wore jewelry from Claire's? Claire's, you hear me? He said <laughs> when he was playing that he never wore real jewelry, baby, that he went up in Claire's boutique and bought his jewels. Child, I about hit the flow. Now, to be completely honest, it is not unheard of for people in the industry to wear fake jewels. Like, that's not unheard of. It's, it's really not. But I was, like, shocked when he said that. And I was like, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, what, what were your thoughts? Did you know? Did you hear it? And if so, what were your thoughts? No, this is the first time I'm hearing it. But um, to be honest with you, um. If you think about all the stars and stuff that's buying like fake designer and shit like that. Mm -hmm. um, and the the problem that I have with it, though, is that as opposed to not wearing anything at all mm -hmm. or, you know, like if you're having to do it the fake way, you are still. Um, how can I put this? It's, it's almost like you're still putting out an image that you want people to buy into so then you have people that can barely afford the shit actually going to get the real shit and you're walking around here with fake shit when you can afford the real shit and so yeah. i'm gonna say that the brother is smart it, it makes um you know like a lot of people oh my god mm -hmm. some of your favorite stars wear fake designer um rihanna is another person who wears claire's jewelry and has really? said yeah she's um made a statement like she loses earrings all the time. And so she mm -hmm. says she gets her stuff from Claire's. Um, so I've definitely heard it before. Um, I actually think it's smart. I don't, I, you know. If you I mean, to be completely it, honest, like I, I, I would rather a person just be modest. Like you don't even need all that fake big blingy blingy stuff. But at the same time, I think that he is a smart dude. He saved 83% of his salary. You know how many people go broke trying to keep up with the Joneses? Especially so, football players, basketball, yeah. any sports figures. Um, yeah. And he's been in the game for a long, yeah. He's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. A long time. So absolutely. Yeah. He said his name alone could get chicks, so he didn't really care about like trying to impress women. Like, what's you know? And he said, you know, what 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 did he but have then, to lose if they found out? But then what why do it though? I that's a good point. He said if they found out, it ain't like like the, the women who who if they did find out, you know, they would sleep with him off of his name alone, so right. it didn't really matter. But you're right. Then why do it? Like why not just be modest and go without all the bling bling? But I just found that to be wild. Like oh wow. Imagine I mean you, I know like he got all these chain. He's got all these necklaces on and are diamonds and them shits is from Claire's. Imagine the thing is. <laughs> It's not unheard of for like up and coming rappers or rapper because a lot of rappers ain't making money like that, like especially rappers that are just getting in the game. And a lot of times they're sign on bonuses and stuff like that. But like, you know, um, NFL players and stuff like they can, you know, they making bank often well, of his caliber would be, you know, making good money. So I was just surprised that he was wearing fake jewelry. Let like, me oh, ask wow. you a question, because speaking of mm -hmm. jewelry, 
Did you hear about Gucci Man asking for um the rapper that was on his label that recently passed away? Gucci Man asked for his uh chain back. What do you think about that? <laughs> I um like, I did see that and I was like, okay, I don't like I I had not heard of the rapper until everything happened with him his passing and the family and the ratchetry surrounding it. But I'm like, okay, did the guy, did he not make any money off of the guy? Why was he asking for the jewelry back? Um, I didn't know what the reasoning was behind it. Um, to me, that was weird as hell. Like, why are you asking? And you know, the the thing that um, was kind of interesting to me, um, and we never did get a chance to talk about it, but it was like everybody that was, oh my God, he didn't do anything for the family. He didn't do nothing. And then it turned out he uh, gave 10000 um to go toward the funeral. And then I think they paid for something else. Yeah, but I Gucci think the record was like, label gave another 10000 Yeah, and Gucci was like, but I want my chain. And mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, Gucci, you probably not going to get that back, darling. They probably going to melt that shit down. And yeah. Uh, they, they was posted up with the chains on. Like you ain't getting this. What? What the hell? <laughs> you know, uh, he could have chalked that up as a loss. They weren't gonna give. Yeah, him that I chain was here. like, why would you? At but it was so weird to me because I'm looking at um the family, you know, that uh showed themselves, and I'm like, when people have come from impoverished areas and shit like that and you know the family is impoverished and shit they mm -hmm. wh why would you expect them to why would you even ask like maybe he thought weird. off the strength that it's me gucci asking it's guwap that they gonna they you know it's 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 this guwap that <laughs> they gonna respect it and and, and give it to me because i asked i knew my uh i knew my my conspiracy theorist was up in here um shout out to andrew wilkins up in here yeah that's exactly how i was thinking i was like it might be a little sad uh, but sad. and that's what i was well i thought about the fact that if he signed to his record label you know oftentimes most times if someone is signed to your record label a lot of these record execs execs take out life insurance policies yeah. on their artists so I was like, he didn't have a life insurance policy on him. Mm, that part. And but he probably nonetheless. Mm -hmm. but I thought that was interesting. And the cynical one, I was shocked about the spirit. Now, I won't even fly spirit, honey. I'm not flying spirit. Would you fly spirit? Yeah, I ain't never flown, flown spirit. That was, that was like, could Maybe. you imagine somebody being like, and seeing Chad on spirit? Like, do they have a first class? Do, That's a good ass question. I don't even know if they have a first class. Like, mm. they are so yeah. plain child. Cause... But child, listen. Um, okay, the next thing I wanted to talk about, real quick, real quick, real quick. Chow, did you see Amber Rose? Now she just came out and talked about how she on a hiatus from men and she don't want nothing else to do with men. She about to be a lesbian and all the things. Now she tweeting, talking about who else does she have to eat to get tickets to the Super Bowl? And look who responded. <laughs> Every day we 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 get a little bit more far further away from God. This is uh, every happening. day, like every day. <laughs> 
This is now, why nobody takes these dumb assholes serious. <laughs> this is why. You <sighs> saying you would have a ass eating contest mm. for some tickets. Listen. Um, <laughs> bro, and don't and she probably go and, and you know what's fucked up? Mm-hmm. She probably gonna do it too. <laughs> you think she ain't? Can't she afford hope. to buy her own tickets? Like, no, no she cannot. Mm-hmm. The fact that she would say that she would get on here and say, "I will have an ass eating contest," not not just like like she would do more than one to see who. I don't. I'm done. I'm done. Like I really could. Um. Do you think it's offensive though for like Uncle Uncle Russ to to respond, being that he has um, children that are of age that are on the internet and you know can likely read stuff like this or likely see stuff like this? Because I saw a lot of people saying, you know, they they've uh, marked him as a as a predator, and a lot of people talked about how disgusting and trifling he was for responding to this post, knowing that his children can see and likely will see this. I think we are in a new day and time where anything fucking goes. If it comes up, it comes out. Um, Russell and Kimura have been behind a lot of scandal over the last decade or so. Um, I'm sure them children ain't seen nothing new. Um, they be on the internet every day. I'm sure they're looking at their dad like, ew, gross, and they move on. Mm. Um, because I'm pretty sure people have talked shit about them, about him to them um at some point or another. So I I don't I I think it's very distasteful. I, I think it's hella distasteful. And then <laughs> I mean, I mean, we we glad that she's of age, though. You know, yeah. I think that's she, the fortunate thing. She's of age, and he's saying that he likes grown women to eat his ass. So, you know, <laughs> she is of age, and you know, I mean, I'd rather it be her than somebody who just graduated from high school, personally. But I, you know. I mean, do people think about that? Are people concerned like, oh, my, my, my kids could possibly see this? I don't know. My kids have uh, always been friends of mine on my social media since they were permitted to be on social media. I don't um, comment things that I would be concerned about my children seeing and me, you know, em- being embarrassed over. I get, you know, I guess people be like, shit, you know, I'm grown, like, you know, F the kids, FTK. I I, I have seen people say that a lot. Um, I have never really posted anything super duper vulgar. Mm -hmm. Um, And then even when I was thirst trapping, there was Mm -hmm. still like an, um, you know, still like a little essence to it. Like you, you weren't, I, I never twerked. But you know, I haven't took pictures of my ass and posted them up, or you know, shit like that. But but he's not. But Solomon's not on social. Is he on social media? He is, but he is only allowed to follow like not. He's only on Facebook, and he was on Facebook Facebook for a specific reason. Mm -hmm. Um, and he, you know, his friends list gets checked, and all he has on his friends list is family. Okay. Um, yeah um family family only and so yeah that's it but um he was he had 
created a TikTok account. And then I saw that he created a TikTok account. And Kerwin was like, oh, hell no. Nah. And so that was over just about as soon as it started. And yeah, um, I think he's on Instagram, but he doesn't post anything. Okay. Yeah. But other than that, um, you know, it's like we are already starting like those, hey, you can't send anything out that's too crazy because you will be mm. convicted of a crime. Um, if somebody's sending you this, this, that, and the third, no. Um, then telling him to be careful about the details that he posts about our house and where we're, where we're located. Because, mm. you know, kids just film and do whatever it is that they do. But he doesn't really post, he doesn't post videos anymore. So that's okay. a good thing. Yeah. So he's not all the way into it so yeah okay interesting um <laughs> last and final thing before we get off into this topic chow <sighs> did you see this nonsense girl student in georgia fighting a teacher assaulted a teacher knocked the phone out of the teacher's hand and fighting a teacher, um, teacher goes down to the ground, breaks her leg, student still pounding on the teacher. Um, and teacher is carried out on a stretcher with a broken leg. And if so, what are your thoughts? Teachers, y'all are going to have to start fighting back. Um, but <laughs> you know what's, what's fucked up? is there are so many teachers they what is it called it's called like a teacher uh like all the teachers are quitting and yeah i, I went on teacher, teacher shortage yeah so it was so many teachers that were like i had to do lesson plans and miss that in the third and then come and deal with your badass kids that you are not choosing to raise at home then um, if you log on to social media and it was this one post I saw from this girl one day, um, so she was saying, and she, she came on uh, Facebook and she was complaining, but she said that, um, her daughter was in class and her daughter had fi finished her work and her daughter was starting to disturb other kids. The teacher told her to do, uh, something else and the daughter ended up going on to like websites and shit that she didn't have any business going on. And mm -hmm. so the teacher had called the mom up for a parent teacher conference as opposed to the mom saying, um, telling, talking to her daughter about discipline and what she's supposed to be doing in class. Do you know that woman went off on the teacher and like snapped on the teacher. Like it's yeah. your job to have something else for her to do. It's your job to do A, B, C, D. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, teachers are quitting because you have parents like that that won't get their fucking kids mm -hmm. in line. Um, yeah. The, the, and then when the it comes down to authority and mm -hmm. the teacher being an authority, you want your child to be... <laughs> the quote-unquote bad bitch of the class because this is what mm -hmm. we raising mm -hmm. that your child doesn't have to obey authority but then if the teacher decides to slap the shit out of one of them little hoes everybody mad no nah, that teacher should have uh, beat the brakes off that little girl i couldn't listen it couldn't have let, been me 
Let me say this. I will say that there is a major teacher shortage across the nation, so much so that in some states in middle America, um, they are going to a four day school week where um, some kids will come to school Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Some will come, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Like they don't have enough teachers to teach five days a week. Uh, teachers and some economists are predicting that eventually school will be um, something, well, we're going to go to a private school setting where you'll have to pay for your kids' education, that public school will become a thing of the past, that teaching, mm. like te so many teachers have left the field of teaching because of, you know, issues with administration. They talked about how awful it was teaching during the pandemic how like little respect teachers got how they're having to de deal with unruly students abusive students parents aren't helpful are just as abusive the administration is barking down their back the pay is minimal they don't they want them some schools you can't even sit down they they're taking away their meal period they don't want them to have a free meal period they're taking away their their um prep period where they would prep and plan for their um for the rest of their um classes they literally are working these teachers to the bone they're overworked they're underpaid they got to deal with your bad ass kids Teachers are leaving the field of education left and right. You know why? They can go into corporate training and make three times yeah. what they would make in, in you know, working in, pub, in the public sector. It does not benefit them. Literally, public education is going to become a thing of the past, and y'all kids going to be home with y'all. Like, um, y'all okay. will have to deal and with you're going to be forced to raise them. Yeah. And, but, but like it's been said, like we talked about the show that we, we talked about, um, where black women get your bad, bad badass kids. Uh -huh. Um, <laughs> you don't want to raise them at home, so then you you send them off to somebody else to do your whole entire job, and she could barely teachers can barely teach from having disciplinary problems at the school. Yeah, they could barely get their shit across to other to these damn kids. Yeah, dealing with your badass kids. And yeah. I, I I felt like I was I was, I saw that story and I'm like, she she really held her composure really well because I would have jumped on little Sharkeisha. I would have jumped on her. Mm -hmm. I would have jumped on her. And then they should fire <laughs> like if a teacher wants to come back and teach, they should cheat should teach teachers like they do police officers you know how a police officer can get fired in one precinct and go to mm -hmm. another that's how mm -hmm. you should do teachers like teachers should never have no problem with teaching again and i see and, why yeah. <laughs> this is and they'll lose their horrible. certification but this the little girl i think she was suspended for 10 days but they are saying that they suspended are suspended for 10 days she yeah. should be in jail and they are going to move forward with criminal charges, but they she'll probably be charged as a juvenile. But she still only um, she still only received a ten day suspension. Yeah, but you know who else should have been um who else should should receive some damn charges? The mama, who? because then if they said her mom is dead, she said her mama did. Who's raising her? Well, yeah, you're right. Whoever her guardians are. Um, because then another thing is too. We are not holding the parents accountable when shit like this happens. 
We're not holding mm-hmm. the parents accountable. She gets a 10-day suspension. So you mean to tell me she didn't broke my leg, which how long does it take for a broken leg to heal? Months? Yeah, child, listen, uh, weeks to months. It depends on how t- how bad the break is. Like if it's yeah. a hairline fracture, it depends on how bad the break is. So she's stuck in a cash. She's inconvenienced. She has doctor bills and shit that she mm-hmm. has to incur. Cause I'm sure little Sharquisha mama probably ain't got no real damn insurance. Yeah. She, workers then, comp. She'll be on workers comp. Then it's definitely a symptom of some shit going on in the home. If your children mm-hmm. acting like there's no such thing as authority and they get to be disrespectful and crazy whenever the hell they feel like it, it's something going on at home. Mm-hmm. But I I just, I don't see us going down a good road at all as far as our Shut. country is concerned, especially as far as our education system is concerned. At all. If teachers is quitting like, child. Listen, no. I can't blame them. Baby, you couldn't pay me to go teach. I thought about like subbing, like making extra money. I'm like, dang, I could sub part-time and still do my, my, my full-time. <laughs> uh-uh, baby, you can't pay me to go in one of these schools. They got elementary kids school uh, sh- uh shooting folks. You know, middle school kids beating people up, assaulting. Fo- like, baby, you can't pay me to go in and teach these bad or, or they getting into the parents' edibles and shit. How many stories have we heard about that? Listen, like I, what? I, I refuse. I, I, I no. Mm-mm. I wouldn't be a secretary in a school. No, Hell I ain't no. dealing with these kids. I see why they be looking all grim. <laughs> you remember teachers used to be like kind of cool. Like they be like all this. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. But shout out to Smooth. He says, "What about P stars with with kids? That's disgusting too." Um. I would be horrified. Do you remember the uh, boy who got on Boosie's live and said that his mom was uh, on OnlyFans or some shit? No, I didn't see that. Girl, I would be too through. Mm -hmm. Um, A shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says, did y'all catch the rumor that one of the cops involved in Tyree's passing allegedly set it up because Tyree was seeing his ex and the cop wanted her back, allegedly sending beating pics to her phone. Um, I got one better for you, babe. Did you hear that uh, Tyree was dating a white girl at some point, And now black women are saying, F him, let the white girls figure it out. Have you heard that? Um, so I, I have, I've heard. I've heard, uh, well, I know that he, his um, his baby mama is white. His baby mama is white. I haven't seen any black women saying F him, like zero. But um, as it relates to that rumor that Curlin was saying, I've heard a lot of people saying that. And um, uh, Attorney Crump posted a message saying not to spread that rumor, that, that they've been doing damage control um, regarding that rumor. And that unless they something like that is comes from a credible source that these rumors can be harmful and it's causing the family a lot of grief for them having to do damage control regarding that very rumor Mm. um and that was just like a couple hours ago okay um shout out to uncle Stu, old man on the block he says i reported a six-year-old who shot a teacher in va just three Mm -hmm. weeks ago great show Uncle Stu, like, oh, you mean you, okay. 
child. Yeah, like, that six-year-old. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, yeah. That's crazy. Six um, years old. Mm-hmm. Six. Six. Yeah. But <laughs> we want them to be little thugs. We want them to be little pookies and ray-rays and little mm-hmm. bad bitches. So... <laughs> I don't know, y'all. It's bad. Um, shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says this makes Jason Whitlock looks more correct. <laughs> no, it does not. No, it does not. Do not get us started on this Jason Whitlock stuff again. Cause you know we beat the brakes off y'all ass the last show. And y'all don't, you know, y'all don't want it no more. Y'all relax. 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 We had to get y'all together real quick last year. I'm trying to tell you, baby. Oh my God. Y'all don't want y'all. I'm sure y'all want to move on from that topic. Yeah, because y'all got to out the frame the last show. Y'all did. So we you know, we want to be friends now, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Shout out. Kid Clouds, uh, y'all got smoked. (laughs) No, we did not. Y'all got smoked the last year. Kid Clouds don't play. Don't play no games. As many feelings and tears as we was collecting out the chat. Mm-hmm. My damn shirt's still wet. Like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dane C. He says, hey, sis, G and Concrete. It's not all bad being a teacher. Remember, they get the whole summer off full paid. No, they don't. Um, child, they don't. That's they don't like get the summer off fully paid. Comp. They don't get the summer off fully paid. They get uh they get they don't get a fully paid summer off. What happens is a portion of their salary they can choose to have it set aside so that they can still get paid during the summer. They will take your salary that you would be earning, your regular salary, and take 16% of it out of your paycheck and set it aside so you can get paychecks during the summer months. Oh god. Roger said he must have missed that show. Uh, I'm Roger. not about to play with Roger. I'm not about to play with him. I, I ain't. I ain't. I ain't. I refuse. Conservative? Why we can't be friends? Hood, I'm not about cool. to play with conservative either. I refuse. Because <sighs> <laughs> conservative and Roger both come over here on BS all the time. Yeah, they do. Y'all mm-hmm. had to go back and rethink some shit. You call, I know. You did call Mick Talibar here, ho. <laughs> Why you have to bring it up, though? He brought it up. I just reiterated. Dang. Why you got to reiterate that, though? He got. It's on the screen. I was just reading. Dang. Sheesh. That's not what happened. Anyways, about this topic. Why don't we dive on in? Black women have opted out of the Negro Improvement Plan. You know how, like, we've been seeing a lot of women highlight this luxury life, soft life for black women, yada, yada, yada. Have you been seeing that? Like, literally, yes, like, it's been going on for quite some time. Black women talking about how black women deserve to live a soft life. Black women deserve to live a life of luxury, a life of leisure and all the things. Mm -hmm. And what that is primarily about is them opting out of struggle love. 
And we gonna talk about it because um, there is an uptick. There is an uptick, an increase in black women saying that they're saying no to struggle love. Interestingly enough, I was on Roger's panel last week and I talked about how black women have been the queens of ride or die, like the queens of ride or die. And I got quite a bit of pushback. So when we talk about struggle love, ride or die chicks are the epitome of struggle love and i got a lot of pushback because they proceeded to say that um black women aren't ride or die chicks black women ain't no ride or die chicks simply because they um can't be ride or die chicks because they a ride or die chick has to die now i say this uh, black women have always been ride or die chicks a ride or die chick can come to her senses at some point. A ride or die chick can at some point recognize that, hey, we are headed for a collision and wake up and come to her senses. And or a ride or die chick can understand that um, some ride or die chicks actually result in them ending up in prison. Some ride or die chicks actually the, um, you know, it could result in the man becoming deceased. Some ride or die chicks end up result in um, having a um, a um, let me see, how can I say this? They in you know something life altering for them that um wakes them up that that results in them saying okay i need to make a change um this is impacting my life in a way in which um is not good for my health um after they've been ran into the ground after they you know have realized that you know this situation is not beneficial to them um they at some point you know typically after some maturity after their credit is shot after their you know they car after they've been used up after their they've been evicted after they find themselves in a bind and they don't have nowhere to turn to a lot of times these ride or die chicks wake up and they're like oh shoot i'm out here by myself i have no one to count on he done ran off or he might have even ran off to the next chick and how can i continue to ride or die when he is no longer here so i feel like i wanted to clear that up because when we talk about this topic and we talk about um black women opting out of the negro improvement plan it ties directly into struggle love and struggle love and in a an example of that would be those women who are the ride or die chicks. Um, what say you, Danny? I don't think they're opting out. I think that they have become more. I don't know. No, 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 no. I don't think they're opting out. Um, I think you put on for the gram. It's something to say. It's trending. It's whatever. Um, when it comes down to attraction and what a woman wants, um, most women are following their pussy brain. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have like, like a penis brain. Women have pussy brain. And I feel like women are still going to go for the things that they want. If uh, Ray Ray is attractive and he can spit some game and he can finesse a little bit, they still going. Um, nobody is buying it. I saw something today 
that said that 59% of black women are um fought, have uh have had children with men who have multiple baby mamas 59% if that 59 was at 39 really? I might say you have a point but I saw something that said 59 it was a study done now it, it didn't come from the cdc it was a study and i ain't bare file it but i saw something today and i'm like if that is true then we definitely still on the same type of time i think that the internet has made a lot of shit trending so we say things that sounds good to another black woman yeah i ain't fucking with pookie and ray ray as soon as she leave hey boo um yeah i'm over here i'm waiting on you to come she going and mm -hmm. it's just been what it is and then if you're really really keeping it a buck the fact that and i hate to bring the passport bros into this i hate to do it but i'm have to um when you have a movement like the passport bros that a lot of black men have bought into the fact that that has even gone viral and mm -hmm you have women that are kevin samuels had a huge audience i think women are trying to figure out which way to go so if i tell these dudes that this is not where i'm going it kind of brings the attraction you know how you say oh, i don't like you i don't like you I ain't doing this well why you don't like me why you don't you know it makes a man mm -hmm. try to figure out why but um yeah i don't believe it i i don't i don't believe it <sighs> so um I would like to know where that 59% comes from because I don't believe that. Um, and I know people say, people can say anything. Um, I think that I call cap on that. I don't believe that 59% of women who have black women who have children have children by a man who has multiple children. Um, but um, I would like to know like where that comes from, especially if it's not from like CDC or Pew Research or like something reputable. But um, I do have some examples of what what I would consider like, you know, struggle love or examples of what would be highlighted as struggle love or these ride or die chicks or chicks who are, you know, um, would be. Um, oh, honey. Go ahead. This uh, supposedly came. Wait a minute, child let me read this all the way see see <laughs> let me tell you about these manosphere niggas baby yeah. these manosphere niggas have pulled this thing up from april 1st 2011. Mm -hmm. april 1st 2011. 59% have multiple babies daddy study shows. This was a study from 2011. Now, this was in Rolling Out. It was also on um, NBC News. Um, but this was from 2011. And we're going to have to start using new stats because I did see somebody post that up. And, um, and typically, yeah. studies like, uh, you know... Those types of studies at least should be done every 10 years. So, right. that's, but I, I mean, even if it's enrolling out in NBC News, typically they're going to cite their source regarding where that information came from. But um, yeah. I do have some examples that I want to highlight when we talk about struggle love, especially since we've had men in this very space 
um, challenge that black women are even ride or die chicks or even participate in so-called struggle love. Okay. Uh, really quickly, one second. Here's one. Nothing. She ain't look nothing like this. Her favorite store was Charlotte Roos. Ain't nothing wrong with Charlotte Roos, ladies. No, ain't nothing wrong with Charlotte Roos. Right. If that's what you into, right. if that's what you into, Charlotte Roos is, is cool for you. Don't be, don't feel bad. Everybody you got, got different stuff. So no. Please so when, me. Uh -uh. so when he, so when he was like, you know, I'm not into you or whatever. He told me. No, no, no. I said you. Like, I, said, when, when, I don't like you. When he gets, Stop he, looking he, at me like that. I he, don't like you like that. Either take his honesty and keep on moving with my life and just like not be affiliated with him at all. Or I could take his advice, understand that that's not what he wants, a relationship is <laughs> not what he wants, and I could become his friend. Right, and it's not a relationship. Enough. I thoroughly wanted a relationship. I just did not want you. A relationship, but maybe it wasn't how I thought it was. Maybe it wasn't in a romantic way. So I chose to be his friend, and I became... With and intentions. I became with secret the intentions. best friend he ever knew. It was like uh, Roger uh, to T and Tamara. Stop saying like, that. Roger like Urkel to Laura. Uh, uh, Myra to uh, Urkel. Any type of obsessive friendship for, for no, let me just be honest. So, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with them. That is Toby, who's a rapper and his wife, Fat. And he was essentially highlighting the beginning of kind of how they got together. And he went on to highlight essentially how she chased him and he wanted nothing to do with her and how she is like gloating at the fact that she still hung around and stuck around and was determined to be his friend and, you know, stay in the friend zone and thirst after him. And he literally is saying she was like Roger. And he basically was like, he wanted a relationship and did want to be with somebody, but he wanted nothing to do with her but she wouldn't take no for an answer and she kept coming around and wouldn't take the hint and you know she is like this is an example of someone who literally um she dotes on him she is you know all about him and it's like you went above and beyond to be in this man's orbit despite the fact that he wanted absolutely nothing to do with you and he is laughing about it and retelling the story with glee so to speak and letting you know even still today that like you were literally a bugaboo who thirsted after him and you know wouldn't give up and he wasn't feeling you and could you have been with him if he had told that story about you like let's say that was the story and then all of a sudden he fell in love would you be able to to would you have been able to date him if he didn't initially I, like you i don't believe in sweating man i know that's the problem like for real like i have too much pride like i, I you will I'm never make afraid. me feel stupid embarrass me like the the uh, uh, now i will say this i am not of the mindset like some women feel like a man has to be head over heels for you like i know people be like uh 
have that mindset that a man has to be deeply in love with you. Like the relationship doesn't work unless a man is the one deeply in love with you. The attraction has to at least be equal for me. You don't have to be crazy, like bugging me, sweating me, this, that, and the other. I don't mind showing my interest in you. I don't mind being the first. Like I never count like, oh, I call him first last and all that type of stuff. I don't play those types of games, but I'm certainly not going to be chasing you and the interest is not mutual. Baby, not ever. Not ever. Not ever. That was so crazy to me. And I'm glad that she seems to have the relationship that she wants now. But mm -hmm. I, when I was sitting there looking and I'm like, he is just outwardly disrespectful about it. Like outwardly disrespectful. Like you ain't sh like, I didn't even want you like you. Ain't mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, she just laughing. <laughs> oh, man, you don't tell me. She like, stop saying that. Like, no, nah, you was Roger. Go home, Roger. <laughs> I mean, and keeps reiterating how much he did not want her. And then I'm sitting there like, why would you want to embarrass somebody like that? That you claim that you love? <laughs> I don't know, honey. Mm -hmm. That was weird. Um, shout out to Mr. Me Too. He said maybe they should let their father pick mm. a mate. How would you feel about that? Like, how would you feel about that? Because I, I have a response to his question, and I want to know how would you feel about letting your dad pick your mate? Um, I'm I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Y'all lean in. I'm gonna tell y'all something that y'all don't know. Okay, lean mm -hmm. in, lean in real close. Okay. My mama picked my baby daddy. <laughs> um, I think my father, my father, um, I think my father would have did a great job. I actually really, yeah, I try, I trust, I trust my father's judgment. My father is a really, really great judge of character. Mm -hmm. And so I would have trusted my father's judgment. I don't know, like my mom, don't get me wrong. She's guided me on some life decisions that still benefit me to this day. And I'm grateful for my son, but that relationship. I will, I will say my father, my dad, like when, when I, I remember like when I started dating and stuff, I, my dad is like, nobody is good enough for my little girl. Like that's the type of dad I have, like just mugging. Like he, he's kind of like very like, standoffish like i have a dad who's kind of like i'm his little girl and i don't believe that i believe that he kind of still be like you know nobody so i'll say this like my dad had a stroke um 16 17 years ago so he's nonverbal. um oh, okay. so like he, you know, he wouldn't be able to tell me today, like even like since I've met my husband and stuff like that, like his approval and stuff like that. So he's nonverbal. But um, like, I believe like my dad still would be like, nobody is good enough for me. Like that's any guy that I've ever brought around him. That's the vibe he's always given. Now, my mom, on the other hand, my, as long Big Lou is like, <laughs> like, she was always like, if you are. I ain't even going there. My mama can be swayed. No, say it because you already come on, prove. That's it. That's basically it. My mama can be swayed. Like in what way? Like he, if he had money, would your mom be swayed? Yeah, like okay. yeah, you a baller? Like you got money? Like you, she could be swayed. 
like you can't be like just a flat out piece of ish, but you know, like you like you you kind if and you know you, how to giving um, bring with mama some flowers and some money or some shit. Yeah, like bring her her yeah. her her favorite drink, bring her her gin and her what what she like, and like she see you taking care of me, um, she could be swayed. Yeah, so, I could believe. But my that. daddy, he don't get no like that means nothing to him. So that's I that's think, that. Um, with my father, you know, mm-hmm. my father has only met two men that I've dated, mm-hmm. two, and that was my baby daddy and Curlin. Um. Now, when it came down to my mom, you know, because I would have homeboys that would come through or whatever. But like my dad, I was like, you ain't me, my fuck. I wish I would. You <laughs> yeah, I was like my that dad. too. My yeah. daddy, he don't he's not like he ain't that type. Like he ain't you ain't bringing everybody to meet my daddy. He is not like I'll meet bring introduce somebody to my mom, but my dad is not the type of man you're gonna be bringing men to introduce to. No. Uh, my dad is actually pretty laid back, but Mine is too, but he's just not a friendly guy. Like, he ain't just chummy with people. My dad, I would say he's chummy. He's friendly enough, but Mm. they be doing shit like to ask you questions so they could see how you respond to things and then they're going to use that shit against you later on down Mm -hmm. the line. And I done seen it happen like too many times. Like, I ask you the same damn question. You'd be like, damn, I just answered everything. And then, oh, well, you said they'll bust you upside your head with your own bullshit. Um, yeah. yeah, so it was like I already knew, like, nah, he, uh, nah, nah, dog, you go over here in the in the thought pile. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how my dad, like, my daddy, like, when he'd leave, he'd be like, yeah, you gotta watch him. I don't like that nigga. Like, he would tell me, yeah. like, watch out for him. He's not like, and he's pretty observant. He's gonna sit back and observe. Um, yeah, but he's a good man. <clears throat> oh, I already read that one. Thank you so much, um, Mr. Me Too. And shout out to Uncle Stu. He says, Ride or Die ended in the 90s. This ended in the 90s. After Facebook came out, divorce rates started going up and didn't stop yet. Um, the emergence of social media. The- I think he has a point with the emergence of social media, <sighs> honey. Um I think the, I don't know. I'm going to say that ride or die as far as a marriage is concerned. And I think he's spot on. That's mm-hmm. definitely over. Um, women div- will divorce you in 54321. They, they out. But <laughs> if you're talking about a certain subset that can always keep a woman, um, Pookies and Ray Rays, and we, we haven't figured out the science yet. Or or maybe you know the manosphere say they didn't figure it out, but I don't think so. Um, um I I agree with Uncle Sue too. Like I, I'm talking when I talk about ride or die women, if you know women, I, I'm talking like my language and my my speech, I'm talking past tense. Like women, black women have been ride or die. Like if we're talking about <laughs> the women of today, yeah, no, they're not ride or die, <laughs> like at all. No. And they're they're also moving away from and opting out of any semblance of a Negro improvement plan. Honey, you don't think uh women will so then or do we have the right to complain when uh 
Tyrone is going over there to Maria because Maria is opting into the Negro improvement plan. What do you think about that? Well, I, wanna, I have several, several examples as to why Black women are saying that the Negro Improvement Plan does not benefit them before I answer that. But I, I well, I can answer that without going too far in, off into the wood, going too far off into the weeds. Um, if Black women are opting out of it and Maria is opting in, I don't think, if you're opting out, you don't have a say-so in who opts in. However, I also don't think Maria is opting into the Negro Improvement Plan. They're improving Maria's standard of living. Maria isn't improving the, the Negro's standard of li living. Maria is not improving their standard of living. That's That's atypical. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm gonna have to call bullshit on that. Um, well, he is, he may be able to provide financially for Maria, but the fact that Maria knows how to shut the fuck up, she can cook, she'll clean up. Um, she tries, she literally tries to make him happy. I think that's, uh, an improvement plan. She dresses him up. She, uh, yeah. And then I think if they're happier, then that's the improvement, right? Yeah, but we're talking about struggle love. So if you're struggling already, like, first of all, if you're struggling, you're likely not having your passport and going to seek a Maria. You might seek a Maria here in the States. If you're struggling, we're like, that's why I have to play the videos that will highlight what we're talking about when we say struggle love. Um, so we get the full picture and full scope of what what we're actually talking about. Um, before I go too far off into the weeds, but we're talking about like they're saying no to the Negro improvement plan, improving someone's life, opting in to struggle love, like a man who has already built something for himself and who already has something going for himself. I wouldn't consider that signing up for struggle love. That's not struggle love. That's not a Negro improvement plan because he doesn't need you to improve him. Like, Personally, I mean, I would argue that that's not, uh, you know, someone else may say that it is. But personally, in my opinion, if a man already has his ish together, he's already, you know, a, a productive man and he's already done the work. And I don't I wouldn't consider you signing up for a Negro improvement plan. He's already laid the foundation and the groundwork. He, you walking into something heavenly. That's interesting. Um, I'm going to read the Super Chats and then I want you to get off into your examples. Okay. Uh, shout out to the Roger Report. Long live the habitual line steppers child because, ooh. Um, he <laughs> says, I'm not familiar with them, but I did hear of a desof? A stalker? A, a description of a stalker? Description of a stalker being given as they spoke he married yeah, the stalker who who married they stalker he's talking about uh toby oh oh <laughs> 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 oh that's that's harsh <laughs> that's harsh but he did because she mm. wasn't going baby she Dang. was not going she was have like well we could be friends we have some self-freaking respect Child. Um, shout out to Roger again. He says, correction, I'm not familiar with them, but I heard 
the description of stalker as they spoke. He married a stalker. I don't think that was a wise move. Mm. Um, he is claiming to be smitten head over heels in love with her now. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious, like, I don't that to me, like the whole story was kind of weird because she was smitten. She was she was gone. And I mean, like willing to be his friend, willing to listen to him um talk about other holes he was smashing. She was willing to do whatever. And I was just like, hmm. So, but for a man, like, wouldn't you want a woman that's head over heels, a woman that's persistent? Like y'all said, black women don't compete. You got a black woman that was competitive, that was competing, <laughs> head over heels. She willing to do whatever it takes for him. Ain't that what y'all say y'all want? Mm. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, a shout out to Roger again. He said, if no one dies, she's not ride or die by definition. Um. Okay. Um, shout out to Grinch. He said, Maria's kisses don't taste like cornbread <laughs> and cognac either. Uh, they taste like tequila and um, beans. We got you. They probably taste like her last client. But anyway. <gasps> <laughs> <sighs> 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 Y'all doing this like y'all the ones who who um <laughs> oh. i am oh. not like this like for real y'all bring this up out of me oh. <laughs> girl I'm, I'm still clutching my fur <laughs> i am not <laughs> Ooh. oh oh that was a burn <laughs> That, that that was not me. That that wasn't me. That wasn't me talking. That was the evil twin. Child of <laughs> Anyways, mm, mm, mm. y'all be asking for it. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I, babe, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> like how do you? Like this is really that's something you would have said. Like you rubbing off on me. <laughs> so, oh, I gotta blame somebody. No, 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 ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, I don't get to blame you. No, ma'am. I tried. I, listen, all I was thinking about was rice and beans, honey. You was like the mm. God, mm. I took it there. Okay, I got another example I want to play off into okay, being able to define an example of what maria was going never mind <laughs> no 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 not that uh struggle love before we get off into being black women black folks defining what struggle love is and why black women should say no to it hold on one second two so then tasha k goes on and called john's gray's wife avatar great and was like hey sis i don't know if you know but your husband is still fucking around on you and you know i just um got some information from his side chick where the side chick has a video of your husband pastor of an actual fucking church whacking his holy rod on facetime and she recorded it 
So then Avatar was like, yo, I'm um, dropping my kids off, but I'm going to call you right back. So then she calls um, Tasha K back, and she has John Gray on the phone, and I guess his pastor or whatever on the phone. And John Gray is, like, pleading his case about how he was touched as a child and, you know, uh, please don't judge me. I think it's a little too fucking late for that, John Gray. And, you know, trying to explain why he's a fucking serial cheater, okay? And so, Tasha K. then, oh, so then, they hang up. And, no, before they hang up, uh, Pastor Gray's wife asks ask is, uh, Tasha to send her the, the, the tape, right? So she could see the tape. So Tasha then sends her over the tape. So then they call her back and this time John Gray's lawyer is on the phone and he's like telling Tasha like, you know, by you sending, uh, avatar the tape you know that's a crime you just committed a crime basically trying to shut tasha up so that the world doesn't know that um you know john gray's a piece of shit okay and that is using religion and using god that's the that's the problem i have that's the issue i have with people like him using fucking god patriarchy and sexism Okay, enough for her swearing. But anyways, we get the point. So that's another example of struggle love. John Gray with his cheating behind, cheating multiple times. He's been with his wife for a number of years. He's a pastor of a church. He has cheated multiple times. There's video evidence. His mistress has come out. I think there's been multiple mistresses. There's been multiple, um, you know, videos. There's been, you know, several um, instances where evidence has been produced to support these um, allegations of cheating and his wife has held him down you know was there before he became a pastor they've been married for like you know umpteen years and this is another example of a ride or die of struggle love of what black women should not be opting into and you know it is you know embarrassing it is it you know um it serves no true purpose. It is, you know, defeating. Um, literally, this man does not respect her, does not care about her, but she's continuing to ride. And I guess unless she dies, she won't be considered a true ride or die chick. But this is another example of that struggle of that black women are saying they're opting out of. This is what they're saying no to. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to call cap on that. I'm going to absolutely so. call cap on that. Let a rich man come and say that he wants to. Derek Jackson is exhibit A. We I was seen, gonna pull him too. We seen the way Denea got her ass toe out the frame on mm -hmm. the on the summer jams. We seen it. We all seen it. Mm -hmm. What happened? There were chicks um still trying to hook up with Derek. Derek was on vacation with one chick for Christmas and had another bitch for New Year's. Mm -hmm. Women are total cap. And then if the dude has money, John Gray's wife definitely opted in. There are other women that will opt in. The women that John Gray cheated with, they're definitely opting in. Women can say that shit when um, niggas ain't able to cheat with them. As long as men are able to cheat with you and use you and you know he got a woman this, that, and the third, you are definitely opting in to struggle love. It's low self-esteem. Um, and low self-esteem is running rampant in our community. We seeing it with uh, how these chicks are displaying their sexual shit on. 
We're seeing it all over the place. I, I'm calling cap. They are definitely opting in. Then when we talk about somebody getting dogged out, like, like we just heard how that woman was getting dogged out. We heard that, mm-hmm. right? The fact that he is still able to sleep with whom he's able to sleep with multiple women. So you don't yeah. got like one woman saying, oh, no, no, no. Or all these women saying, no, no, no. If you got a bunch of women saying, no, you you got twice as many saying that they'll go because they know it's getting cold outside. Women are <sighs> opting in to struggle up. I'm going to tell you why. That's not opting into struggle love. Like, I understand that there's no sisterhood in it, but that's opting in because these women, like, first of all, we know how John Gray look and he is a roly poly. And, you know, but like these women that are choosing to cheat with him don't mean that they're opting into struggle love. They're not in a relationship with them. You don't like think uh, saying no to the Negro could. improvement plan means saying no to them, signing up to be in relationship with a man who's going to continually cheat and dog them out. That don't mean that they're not willing to. Yeah, we know that there's no true sisterhood amongst black women, that women will always be willing to sign up to cheat with a cheater. I, I think the fact that they would cheat, um, because we, we could sit here and say, you know, they wouldn't go. But at the same time, a lot of them don't even have the option. A lot of them know that they're being used. If he throw mm. them a couple dollars here and there in between, um, she ain't happy with that. Child, I'm, I'm not buying it. I think this? that they would mm-hmm. go wherever the, if, if they could, if they actually had the option, they would jump in her shoes in a second. And go through the same That's interesting emotion. because I forgot this was he had also his mistress has sent, I don't know if it was Tasha K or sent a blogger a video where he was actually bad mouthing his wife, talking about complaining about her cooking or lack thereof, and talking bad about you know his wife to the mistress and all of these things. Now yeah. I don't know, and I'm not saying whether or not I buy what if black women really are opting out of the Negro improvement plan and opting out of struggle love, uh, you know, if, 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 if a man with the, with the right penis size come along, all that going out the window, you know, if a man with a wallet fat enough come along, all that's going out the window. So I'm not saying whether or not I buy it. Like, I truly don't. I think if the situation is right and it's fitting for the woman, she gonna go. But this is what Black women are claiming, that they've opted out of struggle of the Negro improvement plan and they saying no to it. I don't buy it either. No, I, I, I definitely don't buy it. Um, they saying no to struggle love, but yes to somebody else's husband. Like, bitch, what? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Make it make sense. Um, mm. Shout out to Ayatollah Black Martian. He says, I've opted out of caring about Black women's problems. No, you have okay. You still here. <laughs> you it sounds good. Right. Y'all um, say whatever. Um, and shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says two out of the three broads who spoke Ooh. with Tasha K said they raw, had raw sex with D Jackson without getting tested. Most black women Ooh. are this trifling. I ain't gonna say most, but a damn sure a lot. And the Absolutely. fact that the fact that they can watch Derek Jackson dog his wife out all over the place, and he still has uh, options. He still has plenty of options. Listen, and what does that say about what does Derek Jackson's action say about black men, though? Oh, okay. 
Just wonder. That it black men don't cheat. Uh, 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 and y'all uh, okay. chat us. I said it. And, and what does what does Pastor John Gray's actions say about black men? We know we say, and black women are full of it. But what do the actions of these faithful, loving, married men who are the ones who took vows to these women? What what do their actions dictate? I mean, what uh, what do their actions? Um, uh, relay to us what messaging mm, just just wondering oh okay um i i think that women will always give a pass to men for cheating i think that's i ain't the- giving ass no pass you ain't giving an ass no pass mm-hmm. shout out to mr curlin hey mr curlin um he said these days the desire for stuff fame and accept Access, am I saying that right? Access mm-hmm. tends to trump mm-hmm. the morals that folks claim to have for a mm. clout. Mm. Um, there's no such thing as that morals are fake as fuck. I, I, I don't buy into anybody's morals. I think we do exactly what we want to do when we want to do it. Um, we choose to uphold shit when it's convenient. That's it. I disagree. I don't think morals are fake. I think everybody, I think that people who, I think people either you have morals or you're an immoral person who just doesn't have them. But I think that everybody has certain things that they will and won't do. And it's just that simple. Like people, I might have some, someone might has a moral clause or someone might have a moral compass regarding one thing and they may not have morals regarding smoking dope, but they may be like, I smoke dope, but one thing I ain't going to do is sell no act. Like that's how morals work. You may have a moral morals regarding one thing and no zero morals regarding something else. Typically morals are not all encompassing and across the board. Yeah, um, but like I said, I, I still think it's just one of those things of like hella convenience. Um, because if we get into whatever situation that we get into, and if we want to get out of that situation, if we want to help somebody, if we want to save somebody, if we want to whatever it is, um, a lot of people are gonna do exactly what they what it is they're gonna do. I just I don't buy into yeah. it. Anymore. I think in emergency situations, I don't even expect nothing less. Like I could be like, I'm a moral person and I don't steal, but let my kids be hungry. Like uh, that's just. But then that know. would be going against morals. Yeah, but that that's because it's a dire situation. That's just like saying I am I'm a morally sound person and I believe in this, but the world is crashing down or there's war or famine, and I'm not gonna do something that would typically go against my morals. That goes out the window because it's a, a dire situation. That doesn't mean that you're not a morally sound person or that your morals that in normal circumstances that would apply don't still apply. When stuff ain't normal or it's a dire situation or an emergency, of course, you got anybody going to do things that they would. That's like if a bear is approaching you, you don't act and behave the way that you would typically do in a normal circumstance. Circumstances aren't normal. Then that's how that just. Because to me, that that wouldn't be moral. That would just you be you doing what it is you want to do whenever you want. That's do more, more. Yeah. In a dire situation. It should But if it does matter, if you're saying that you're is, moral. That's not how morals work. If something is if in a normal situation, a normal everyday setting versus you have a gun to your head. If you say uh, if you say 
one thing I would never do is, um, like you say, uh, engage in, in, in with a woman, but somebody put a gun up to your head. Does that mean now that you're a lesbian? No, you're forced to. It's a dire emergency situation that in order to save your life, you have to do this. That's the difference. That don't mean that you're now a lesbian because you had to do this in a dire situation. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree. I don't necessarily okay. agree. Um, because to me, if you're saying that this is something that you will totally never do, then it doesn't ma- amount. It doesn't matter the money. It doesn't matter the situation. If you're saying that this is a thing that you're never going to do and you're never going to do that. Um, or you saying like a, a lot of men, a lot of men will say somebody could put a gun to their head to suck somebody's dick. They just not going to do it. You see what I'm saying? They'd rather die than than to suck somebody's dick. Mm-hmm. So then when it comes down to morals, if you're saying that this is something that you don't do and you're never going to do it, whatever, whatever, to me, if if you're put in a situation to where you had to make a choice whether or not to do it or to lose whatever, then you take the loss because that's to me, that's morals, which is yeah, why but- I don't think people have them. That's that's not that's not how morality works. I literally just pulled up an article on columbialaw.edu regarding can moral principles change. It says a person's moral duties, rights and other conditions do not change in normative situations, normative situations. So if an emergency occurs, then those morals can change in an emergency situation. A dire situation life or death that does not mean that you are that your morals are still not your your you know your moral foundation is still not intact that means i have no choice i don't have a choice i could possibly lose my life my child's life can be taken and this is a scholarly article on columbia law like that's not how morals work like if and i'm not talking about for money like that's that's your own greed and your own selfishness that's not a normative situation i'm talking about something outside of a normal situation that is an emergency dire situation it's life or death you have to choose now you have to do this or i will kill you kill your child kill your mother kill someone you love that is that doesn't mean that you know you your morals the morals that you hold near and dear and true your moral foundation is not still your moral foundation outside of that situation in a normative situation your morals would still be intact Um, to me, they are basically saying that they wouldn't have any morals depending on whatever situation that they would deem as an emergency. Um, as a person who took debate mock trial and, um, did listen there to me is no such thing because you're going to do with whatever you can say that you hold certain things near and dear to your heart and certain things that you wouldn't do outside of a normal situation it doesn't necessarily make you immoral because you would but i i I don't buy into that i think that if you do something that you said that you're not that you would never do and put into whatever situation and then you turn around and do it to me that what is what do morals mean if you get to do whatever it is you want to do outside of a situation morals means to me if you're in a situation that you don't have a choice you're gonna still stick to whatever it is that you said that you was gonna do or you you know um 
So morals is a, is a, a person's standards of behavior or beliefs concerning what is and what is not acceptable to them. So this uh, the the thing that I just read to you. Uh, I understand you took debate and mock. That's from a law law one of the top law schools in the country. So it's a a scholarly article written and posted on one of the top law schools in the country. I don't. I believe that morals are fluid. I believe like m most of us can agree on what an emergency situation is. You you like it like saying oh my moral like you know that my morals don't apply because you know um, I wanted these shoes or, you know, like, I think most of us can agree on what an emergency or a dire situations are. Like, just like, you know, most most people can agree on what, what good and bad is, what evil and good is. Like, there there's typically going to be a consensus around certain things. I think there's typically going to be a consensus around what an emergency or dire situation is. People, you know, flipping and flopping regarding their morals. Like, I would say those people don't have a moral compass. Someone who's in a true emergency situation where literally, you know, they're being um, threatened or their safety is being threatened or the safety or sanctity of someone or something that they love and hold dear is being threatened or, you know, they're being threatened with harm or, you know, um, their their livelihood is being impacted or threatened and they have to make a decision that would go outside of their typical standard normative way of doing things and they like for the sake of saving their life or the life of their loved ones you know do something outside of their moral code from to me that person is still a morally sound person because they did it in an emergency but you know perspectives are based on our own experiences and how we view the world so yeah yeah and if you view something as dire um because what i've noticed and this is the thing that i noticed upon coming on facebook and entering into the space there were things that so they would be like single mothers are all bad mm -hmm. and let's say you're doing everything you have to do for your child and they may know something isn't as bad as they say but everybody comes to a consensus or you're outside of a group that may look at something totally different than what you look at. And you're, you're almost sitting there saying to yourself, like, are they fucking crazy? Are they not seeing like what I'm seeing, but they could be on a totally different time. Or you have people that are, that twist right from wrong. Um, you have people that are pragmatists. So they don't really buy into a lot of the what we may consider what's right and what's wrong a lot of people may not consider you know whatever or mm -hmm. like i'll give you an example like a woman sleeping with somebody to feed her children mm -hmm. i would think that that's immoral because i don't feel like you should have to sell your body but somebody yeah. else would excuse that and say well her children were in need and they were in dire need and so she had to do what she had to do to feed them and then I'm sitting there looking like, so she couldn't go waitress for a day. She couldn't go steal nothing out the store. She had to go and fuck for a buck to feed her kids. But then if that's not her normal thing, to me, that still wouldn't, that would be immoral because that's something that she said she wouldn't do. And she turned around mm -hmm. and did it to say that she fed her kids. But yeah. it, it would be like she had other ways to do whatever. 
but mm -hmm. we don't i don't know i i think it's just i think it's hella subjective so whatever we feel so, like we want to protect so how is it that you think morals are some bullshit but you just apply morals to something so how do you where how how is it that you apply morals and you have beliefs and standards by which you live but you think morals are bullshit no no i do think morals are bullshit i think you everybody do whatever it is that they feel like is right and wrong at whatever time we all make a decision whenever we want and we do what we feel like is right and wrong at the time um a lot of people try to do things to say to stay within the society that they're in you know what i'm saying so a lot of people won't you know go outside of society then you have laws um in place and if you really think about it <laughs> slavery was a part of our world at one point people were mm -hmm. actually slaves nobody didn't see that as immoral or people saw that as you know i got this good slave working for me and mr uh mr kunta is over there picking cotton and shit ain't nothing wrong with that and you had to had had to have people fight against that to say that that was immoral or that was fucked up or whatever but you had a lot of people that agreed with it so to me it's just one of those things like whatever group you're in whatever tribe you're in and your tribe could be big or small you do what's gonna match that tribe you do what's inside your community but people if laws weren't in place, I think people would lose their shit. If laws weren't in place, mm -hmm. people would lose it. So that's why I don't think I don't. I, I still don't think there's necessarily a such thing. I think people do exactly what they want. Mm -hmm. And if there's a way to justify doing something that they want, as opposed to taking the pain, then well, this was a, this type of situation. I had to do it. Um, and it goes back to like the prostitute or excuse me, the woman saying that she had to sleep with somebody for some money. You didn't have to do that. You you made a choice, but you didn't have to. You see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I, I don't think you answered my question, but I see what you're saying. For, for me, I am, um, I think I agree that laws keep um, our society um, running in, in, in an as efficient way as it is, as efficiently as it runs. But um, I know for me, I'm guided more by my moral compass than the laws and rules of society. They absolutely help. They, of course, I, I'm guided by the laws and rules of society too. I stop at red lights. I stop at stop signs. Um, if I did not, I could cause an accident. If I did not, you know, I could take, you know, someone's life could possibly be taken. But I'm first guided by my moral compass and my principles. The fact that it could, I could take someone's life is what is my guiding principle. Um, like, you know, I, my love of people is what leads me first. My love of people is what I lean on primarily that that is like my instinctual thing that 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 leads that orders my steps i think instinctually we as humans rely on our own um instincts as far as our own survival if it comes down to survival and you know if people would be like if it's a me and you situation then i'm not gonna put you above me even though it may be morally right to put you above me um people do what's gonna help them survive and 
yeah so then if it comes down to a red light and let's say the light's been red um for four minutes and i'm still sitting there and i have some and i have an emergency or whatever i'm probably gonna run the light you know i probably check make sure i'm safe but i will probably run the light if i had an emergency or something um and it wouldn't it's not that I wouldn't care about what other people are doing, this, that, and the third, but my own needs would be more important than what society has going on at the time. And so I would do what I have to do to get to where I need to get uh, to. And I think most people of are course, like that. But that is after checking to ensure that no, you're not going to hit someone. That is yeah, like, but that I is would my, be checking, so that is my instinctual thing. I would be checking for me. I wouldn't be checking to make sure yeah. they're okay. okay. So yeah i'm led by making sure that others are going to be like i wouldn't be able to live with the thought of me harming a child or that wouldn't i wouldn't want that on my conscience so yes and like we know that we live in a society that is man-made that lights are out all the time like we have to use four-way stops and stuff like that so yes apps that happens like that that's that's an exception to the rule of course like yeah of course but it's other things that may not be um moral but we would do if somebody harms your child the law says that you shouldn't harm anybody and you should let the law take care of it the law says that you you're supposed to let the law take care of it the the and i, and I know you're not um a, a bible thumper or whatever the bible says you shouldn't kill the bible says love your neighbor as you've loved yourself. the bible says an eye for an eye <laughs> that was the first that was the old testament the new testament and the old testament is still in the bible the king james it's version but but if it if it goes on to say after the fact love your neighbor protect thy neighbor love you you know what i'm saying like forgive and somebody harms your one of your kids I don't think morals are going to come into play when it comes down to um, eye for eye situations. Morals don't come into play. Like I said, we use them when, when it's convenient. So that's what I'm saying. That is a that that's an outside of a normative situation. Somebody harmed your child like that, like th that's outside of a normative situation. Like so, my, somebody uh, sexually assaulted my child, somebody unalived my child that is outside of a normative situation normative everyday life walking through life things are okay no one is being harmed you know my livelihood isn't being threatened my child like my children are my life you know like my family is my life so i'm talking about normative like in normative situations if you're if you're if your morals are intact and you uh, are a morally upstanding person and you abide by the beliefs and standards and values that that you say that you operate under and that are the standards in which you live by that i consider you a morally sound person i can take that out i understand that there are exceptions to things i don't look at the world as black and white i am a very like i don't look at things as linear one-dimensional black and white like i understand that you know that that things aren't black and white for me that i, I we well, don't then, live in a black and white world question. So let me ask you a question. You lie, right? Yes. I never said that one of my morals was that I couldn't lie, that, that I don't believe that people should lie either. I've never said that. So that's a bit confusing to a certain degree. 
Because, How is that confusing? I've never because, even told because you what my morals you, are. Because you would lie in a normative situation, right? If necessary, yes. No, no. It's never necessary to lie. It's never necessary. If I feel that it's necessary for me to lie, yes. If a cop asked me, was I speeding? I'm going to say no. If I was speeding. But then if you get to say that there there shouldn't be any problem with me doing this then when others try to push the envelope and say well you lie so what's the difference between you lying and me doing me lying or me doing abcd if somebody i don't i don't i don't tell people what their morals should be I, and I don't, I've never even expressed what my morals are. Morals are not like, I don't follow, I'm not saying my morals are in line with the Ten Commandments or anything like that. Like morals are going to be subjective to the person. I didn't say that my morals include uh, thou shall not lie. So, and I don't judge what your morals are. I've always simply said that I love and I believe that people should be principled and have morals and things and stand and by which they stand and that they stand on. And that is what I firmly believe. I, I've always said, and we could, like, I could pull up multiple examples because I say that often. That's one of my catchphrases that you should have morals and standards by which live and you should stand on those no matter what they are. That is a common thing that I say. So I don't judge people what their morals are. I don't care what your morals are. That is your right to determine what your morals are and what you're going to stand firm on and live by. That's your own right. I, I firmly believe that. I respect everyone's right to choose that. So give me an example of, of, of a moral of yours. When, like, why are we so far off the track? And when did this come about me and my moral base and my moral standing? Because you always bring up morals and and moral standings and and, and, and stuff. You always bring this up. So I'm curious. Like, and when I do, why do you moral? take that as a personal attack? It's not a personal attack. It's a conversation. No, but why like, are you do, like, why you do you think to. why do you think that it's personal towards you? We're having a discussion. Why would this I'm this asking you when I do, you seem to like what and I'm like because I if I say if I say that I think morals are a crock of shit, you always challenge that. And then we end up in a back and forth because you be like, no, it's not a crock of shit. Da -da 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 -da. And so I, I still am kind of on my belief that I think morals are a crock of shit. I think we do what we want to do when it's necessary. I think you, I think you agree with that to a certain degree, right? Um, no, that I don't. But if you've noticed in my conversation, I'm very specific in how I speak. And I've, I've constantly said, I believe. I believe because I, it's okay that you believe that it's a crock of shit. And especially in further having a discussion with you about it, I've said like for me and I believe because I'm okay that you believe something different. Like I respect people's right to believe something different. I did challenge it when you initially said it like, well, no moral. Well, if you da, challenged da, it, then what are you talking about? I've literally multiple times throughout this conversation and just most recently said like for me, when uh, I believe and I'm because I'm making it known that okay, it's okay that I believe something different than you. Yeah, and if, if so, if you say 
about morals and i say oh i think morals are a crock of shit and then you further to go on to explain your explanation or whatever whatever it wasn't even a thing that we had to go down we didn't have to go down here because yeah, I, I, I and i've always maintained i've always maintained that i think morals are a crock of shit and really diana and truly, i've um, never heard up, you say it like that i like what, to that say morals are a crock of shit yeah i've never heard you say it like that Mm -mm. Um no 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 no. The last time we had this conversation, I've I've always had this same stance because I think we're going to have to we do what we have to do to survive. Survival is uh, is number one on everybody's thing. Everybody's trying to survive. You said and, something similar to that. You didn't say that morals were a crock of shit, and that's when I was like, wait, what do you mean morals are a crock of I, shit? I still think that if you do whatever it is that you have to do to survive. I'm not gonna say that's that that's necessarily a bad thing, but when it comes down to it, um, the for for one, of course, they're subjective to everybody. So you you're gonna mm -hmm. have a different set of a different code than what my code would be. And there's some things that you'd be like, oh hell no, nah. and then you know mm -hmm. vice versa. But if it comes down to your survival, if it comes down to survival um and then you we you we did talk about out of a normative situation but then in normal situations when it comes down to morals um i still call bs because i think we still do what's absolutely what's going to be the most convenient for us what's going to be the shit that we can get away with what we're doing when nobody's looking is the sh that's who we really are and i don't think that most people are really really upfront about who they are um outside of the world i think people are people i, I think people do what they have to do and so when people's like you know more and more and more i don't know i don't i don't buy into it because i've seen too many times where it would be like some shit that i'd be like oh hell nah I'm over gonna do it just as good as they and will look at me like I'm crazy for challenging it. And it's probably been vice versa. It's probably been things that I've done where people are like, oh my God, I would never. And it's just what it is. And I, I'm not saying that there's necessarily mm -hmm. a right or wrong. I just don't buy into it because I've seen people with, you know, I would never do, I would never, oh, oh my God. Like, okay, think about this. Think about mm -hmm. all the women who would be like, oh, I would never fuck a married man. Oh, I would never do that. Oh my, I would never do that. And then you turn around and you catch them doing some shit that they said they would never do. Um, because they hold these quote unquote morals up. I've seen it. Like, I you look at the world very differently. Like, you look at the world in a very like, and I think like both of us likely it's projection. I see the world through the lens in which I see myself. You see the world through the lens in which you see yourself. Like we don't see the world in the same way. So a lot of times I think it makes for interesting discussion, but a lot of times we don't agree on, you know, the, on different things because we see the world differently. But I say that to say, for one thing that I could tell you that like is, is is unchanging for me is fairness. Um, that is one moral that, that I've never waver from. Um, really? I'm fair. Yes, that that I'm fair. No, um, I, I'm not. I'm not challenging you in saying that you're not fair. I'm shocked that that would be one of your morals. 
Oh, absolutely. What I mean by that is I'm fair in the sense that um, you don't ever have to worry about me screwing you over. Like I'm, I would, I would, I'm not going to do something to you that I don't want you to do to me ever, ever, ever. Like I'm not going to screw you because I don't want you to screw me. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of get that. I get that to a certain degree. I get that to a certain degree. I get that to a certain degree. Um, then there, the, there's this comment that I have to address because I'm so offended by it. And I'm gonna read the super chats first, but I got, I gotta get you, Diana. I gotta get you. Um, Dane, shout out to you. He said John G wants to clap cheeks. Psalms chapter seven, verse twelve, child. You you don't need to do the Bible like that, child. You ought to be ashamed. Oh my god. Um, and shout out to Dane C again. He said, People forget humans are a part of the animal kingdom. Hmm, that's where I was going at. That that's a great point. And Diana, let me get you together real, real, real quick, sis. Cause 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 you said something, and that that is um concrete please abandon this conversation you're not going to be able to explain it because you have to meet people where they are she hasn't reached the top of the pyramid you could have said you you didn't have to put that last part in and that's where y'all be fucking up at you don't know where i'm at in my life sis. We, you don't know me you don't know me and i don't like that i didn't like that i don't like that at all you don't know me um, there are going to be things that concrete and I aren't going to agree on period. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. We've mm-hmm. done this show for three years straight. Mm-hmm. We've had disagreements before. And I think that's All okay. It's healthy. Um, yeah. but to say where I've reached and where she don't do that, that that's hella divisive and hella silly yeah. of you to do that. That was hella silly. Don't do that. That's not cool. Yeah. And the thing is like these conversations are fruitful like you know if nothing else like if nothing else we learn more about each other from these conversations that there yeah. is something beneficial that comes out of this like we're hashing out uh our ideas and our thoughts around this subject and there is something fruitful so no definitely no need to abandon the conversation like um we both get stuck on our ideas about you know especially set on our ideas especially because they're preformed ideas about this subject we already feel the way we we feel about it but if nothing else we walk away learning something and understanding something new about one another so there is a benefit to it yeah and i do have a very negative look at the world i do have a very negative um overview in 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 like a total overview of the world my my view of the world is very very negative very very dark and i think dark is a better word yeah yeah i i think and and so when i look at the world and i look at people and the things that are happening within our society yeah i i get really really sad because um I'm more shocked to receive love 
than I am to receive hate now. So if somebody's cool or really, really yeah. nice to me in public or do something does something for me that I didn't ask them to do and or does something nice, I'm I'm more shocked than I am um if somebody does something to fuck me over because I've had people fuck me over for no reason at all, nothing I've ever done to them. And it's like, well, okay. See, and that's what I'm saying. And that's why I understand like, and and I've had the same like real talk. Like I literally, I'll be wanting good experiences and my desire for good just always supersedes like anything bad that happens to me because I've had bad stuff happen to me too. Like it ain't just like no hate, no shade. Like I've had a lot bad stuff happen to me. I've always been that kid that like want like good, like, and even like, you know, as a kid, I wanted like approval. Like I was, I, I've a lot of my life been a people pleaser because I want good and I want like my desire for it has always superseded anything bad that happens to me. And that is what I mean. Like I walk through the world like that, like, because I like, I'll, you know, leading with love and stuff, because that's what I want back. And even with you, like, you know, I'd be like, I've, literally like even how i operate with you like i want good for you and even wanting to do nice things for you and kind of like you know just that is just how I, I i operate in love and lead in love and that doesn't mean that i don't get upset and i don't get a hair up my tail and get an attitude or anything like that but typically most of the time majority of the time i'm operating and leading in love that is my default setting that's what i mean that's my default. I. <laughs> that's interesting. Um, Faith, I'm not. Why do call you say it. that? Uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 uh. Don't, don't. Well, that's interesting because what? Um, that's interesting. That's interesting. I'm listening. <laughs> I think we lead in love when we feel like loving. When we don't feel like being bothered. When we're tired. When we're disgruntled. Um, sometimes we don't have the energy to lead in love because we have to pour shit into ourselves. So sometimes I'm not yeah. going to lead with love. Sometimes I'm going to lead with this goddamn fun of somebody ass because that's what I feel right now. And okay, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's because that's not like, okay, in an ideal situation, if I was not tired and exhausted from doing everything yeah, for everybody, that's the thing. But that's why I said it's my default setting. That would be my normal setting if I weren't pouring into doing da, da 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 so that's why i changed it and said it's my default setting so if if i am if things are ideal that's what you get and even like so yeah that like i said i already said that don't mean i don't have a hair up my tail i don't you know get tired and irritable like everybody else but my default setting if yeah you know i ain't doing everything for everybody else is leading in love um, shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says, to be honest, you're you both of y'all are right. He said, for example, in current times, most people wouldn't seek to put anyone down, but let an apocalypse pop off and motherfuckers try to harm my family. That part. We're gonna do what we have to do. Um that part. but like I said, I think generally in everyday life, in everyday life, I think people do exactly what it is they need to do. Um, to survive or to make whatever situation better for themselves. I but think this is why people. I say 
I believe that people can still be morally sound because let's say that apocalypse lips pop pops off and because an apocalypse pops off and I saw somebody down there say like, I'll never steal. Like, I'm not going to ever say that. And first of all, you do not, you will rarely hear me speak in absolutes. I don't even speak in absolutes because like I said, the world is not black and white. I don't see things in a linear way. And I always know you better expect the unexpected. And I believe an apocalypse can happen. All that aside, if an apocalypse happened and so as a result of that, we had to lose, I got to feed my family and whatever, by any means necessary, I got to feed my family and things somehow regulated and went back to normal. I'm still going to, my, my moral compass is going to reset. I am going to go back to work, be a law abiding citizen, do things as I normally would by the law lead, you know, by my, you know, using my, my moral compass compass to guide me. But in that dire situation, I'm doing what I have to do to take care of my family. But then let me ask you a question, because you did say fairness was one of your morals, right? Yeah. Okay. So um, I think if it came down to fairness is the thing. Okay. So I look at it like I wouldn't screw anybody over. Mm-hmm. I'm just not, that's not my, that's not my default setting. But if it came down to my kids or some shit in a situation where I had to be fair, I'm probably not going to be fair because it's my fucking kid um, or my, my children. If it came down to my, I'm not going to be fair. It's my husband. I'm, I'm it's just certain things that if it came down to it and it was about me and mine, then I'm going to do what I have to do. And it could be situations where they are normative. But I think when it comes, like, like I said, when it comes down to it, like we do, we, ha- we, we do what we want to. Um, yeah, we do what we want. I, and I don't know. I need context because like, I, I can't I really think of like, I can't think of anything because everything I'm like, okay, you like, standing in a line at a grocery store and your husband got, um, 15 fucking items and he's in the back of the line. I'm going to tell him to come up here. Put your shit up here with mine. Yeah, it ain't fair. You'll be fine. Like, I mean, yeah, like that, that I don't, of course, like, I, yes, I would let my husband skip in line. Of course. <laughs> like, first of all, if we're in the store, like, yes. Does that mean I'm no longer morally sound? Like, I, I also will jaywalk. I like, I don't even think about like th- those things are so minor and trivial. So I don't think that that means that you're no, you know, you're no longer a morally sound person. Like, I don't, because like I said, I don't see things as black and white. I don't do look about- at the world as black and white like that. What do you think about the woman sleeping with a man to feed her kids? But would you now, still consider good, her a moral question, a moral person? If that's, that's something that example. she doesn't do, what what would you think of that? What do you I think, think that's that? a good example? I've always, always said that um that's that is something that is immoral. I've always said that. And I will say this. i I still feel like that. However, um, having like, you know, the interviews that we've had with um, sex workers and prostitutes and stuff like that. And then I've volunteered a couple times at a um, shelter for um, sex traffic victims. And it does make me see things differently. However, um, 
and my beliefs is still that it is immoral, but I now have more empathy for the woman that does that. I'll say that, but in, I, my beliefs is still that it's immoral. Interesting. So, yeah. See, I would, I would think she doing what she got to do to feed her kids. No, I see it as immoral. Um, there's food pantries. There's all kinds of shelters that you can go to to feed that. That even if you can't stay the night, they will feed your children. Um, I know about a host of resources. Um, in addition to that, um, there are like, you know, from panhandling, there are day labor jobs that you can go to and get paid the same day. I still see I see it as immoral. What about a, a dude selling drugs to feed his family? I see that as immoral, too. I see pimping as immoral. I, I, like I said, there was a time in my life that I didn't. I, I This is my evolution where I, now I've always seen prostitution as immoral. I've always felt like pimping. But like I told you, like when I was 14, 15, like I used to, my aunt used to be at, you know, the shop where it was a lot of pimps around. So I didn't always, like in my evolution and my journey and the knowledge, coming into knowledge and coming into understanding of the world and the way the world works and how harmful that is to our communities, I see that those things as as immoral. Like drug dealers, hell yeah, get your leg, go get a fucking job. Like, yes, I see it as immoral. I agree, Juju. A lot of people did a lot of immoral things to put food on the table. I agree. Um, and even though like I, I see those things as immoral, um, that doesn't mean that I, I feel like because you did something immoral, that you cannot be a morally sound person. You did something immoral. That doesn't mean that I don't think that you can grow, you can you know, be, be a morally sound person, that you can move beyond that. So that's interesting. Um, that's really interesting to me because yeah. I, um, I, I, I worked with, I, I volunteered with um, sex traffic victims and people who just were in, in sex, you know, were in, to sex trafficking. Um, and I saw them go and get their GED, get different certifications for trades and things like that, turn their lives around. Um, I, you are not your mistakes. Um, I was a single mother at a period in my life. I am a wife. I have a flourishing, successful career. I am, you know, have a myriad of positive things going on in my life. Your mistakes don't have to define you. I'm not one of those people who are like you, you committed a crime. You stole gum when you were 11. You're a criminal. You're a thief. No, that's not how I operate. I think that that's completely whole unfair, unreasonable, and absolutely horrible. Like people can, can change, can evolve, can grow. I grew. I was not the person that I am today. Like how, how dare I, you know, judge somebody harshly in that respect and act like they can't grow and become a better person. No, absolutely not. So a woman that has had multiple abortions, could you ever see her as moral? Yes, anybody. I believe people can go. The only, like, even, I'm going to tell you something. A pedophile, certain, could he ever be moral? He can grow, but you can't grow near me. You can't, you like, I, I don't want nothing. Because there are, like, there have been studies that show that, that 
pedophiles and certain people um that they um there's a very low chance of them um being able to like not uh repeating the the, the those behaviors very very low chance of them not repeating those behaviors yeah um ask god for forgiveness and you know grow away from me do you think the fact that you hold such high morals that i don't have high morals i got regular morals like everybody else like i don't to be completely honest i don't have like high i probably got I have a few morals that I hold dear that I operate by. I don't have a bunch of morals, high moral compass. I don't. I got regular morals. I just the morals that I do have. I hold them dear, and they are what guide me. That's to it. Hmm. But I probably. I got guess I, I don't necessarily. I I I don't necessarily think about things in that way to because sometimes I think you put like actual labels on things like that right I don't necessarily put labels on things like that because I I'm I would keep it a book um if it came down to some shit I wanted then I'm probably going to do what it is that I want. Um, so your morals aren't like rigid, like the, the, you know what I mean? That's what you're saying. Your, your morals are not rigid. They're not I, firm. I don't your morals so. aren't firm. The, the interesting thing so. is I hear you and I engage in conversation with you quite often and your morals, you, you may not use the term moral, but you talk about and lead with and talk up and you know uh, engage in conversation that alludes to your morals quite often too you just don't use the term morals but your the, the conversation is relating to what you find value in and what guides you all the time yeah i agree with that but then yeah. if it comes down to um times where we're not talking and times where i did some foul shit um I don't necessarily look at myself as like the worst person in the world because I've done some foul shit before and I don't necessarily look at people like they're the worst people. It depends. It depends. It depends because there's some shit that I'm just like, fuck that. You should die. But Um, you heard what I just said too. Yeah. 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 I've done some foul stuff and I don't look at nobody who's done foul stuff as the worst people too. I feel like you can grow and evolve. Yeah girl but like, then that's the thing human. so then when it comes down to to morals like when you say morals then that's like well how do you necessarily hold a person accountable um or is it a thing that you hold people to account for or no, just you, who am i to hold you accountable for that that's between you and your maker and like yo like no that ain't got nothing to do i already said your morals don't have nothing to do with me that's on you. Like, no, I but think it's I, I'm saying, no, no, hear me out. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. Uh, 54 year old man messes with a 17 year old. Would you, mm-hmm. would you be around them? No, absolutely not. What's wrong with that though? 
I don't find it appropriate. I have young daughters and I don't find it appropriate. It's the, you're engaging in behavior that I don't find conducive to someone that I would want to want in my circle. That's it. Okay. Is it immoral? Um, it is, um, bordering on the, it's immoral because number one, she's under 18 and it is what I would deem as questionable behavior. It's, it's, it's questionable behavior. If they were 18 and he was 54, if the if guy was, if the girl was 18 and he was 54. I still don't like it. And I still find it to be questionable behavior. Like I don't, I would, I, I don't, I, I don't approve of it. I just don't want you in my circle personally. That don't necessarily, I ain't necessarily labeling you a pedo or like, oh, you're disgusting and talking about you on the internet and posting your pictures all around. I just don't want to kick it with you. What if your people brought him around like, oh, I'm bringing such and such, uh, Mr. John and his girlfriend by the house. <laughs> my people, I, I'm a, I would tell my people, no, you don't bring him to my house. Would you put him don't out if he came? Huh? <laughs> would you put him out if he came? My people, I ain't opening the door. <laughs> no, no. Now you want, Let's say now you want, Mr. John yeah. show up. They all in a group of shit. What you gonna be like? Mr. You and that Mr. John on the other side of the door. Now, now, since you ain't respect my wishes. No, you know what though? I'm not a rude person, but I'm gonna tell you what. Guess who? Guess who is and don't mind being rude? My husband. <laughs> I'm be like, babe. Listen, this is like I am a Gemini. I, I'm very kind and I don't like to be rude, but I'm gonna be like, babe. Why she bring Mr. John? And I told her not to bring. And he's going to tell her they got the go. So there you go. Easy you fix. This. Look, nigga, you can't come with him. <laughs> he's gonna be like, yeah, y'all gotta go. Uh, yeah, uh, and he uh, won't uh, give you no reason. He don't believe in that. No, isn't is a, is a full sentence to him. Y'all got the go. Mm. I love it. Shout out to Andrew Wilkins. He says, Rose, then you're anti-Obama. He supported the group Nambla while in office. Look it up. I, I'm not a um, Obama fan. I know. They be thinking like all black women love Obama. I know. Like, I mean, it's My cool. My mom he did, was, though. Uh, he was a, a black man in the office. And, you know, and um, he was a black man in the White House. He, he cool, but I ain't a stan. Okay. Shout out to Rogan. She said, so if the law was set to 19 and she was 18, she'd still be... Uh, I already told y'all, the law is not what guides me first. First and foremost, it's not. It's just not. I don't like, I don't... First of all, like I've been a young girl and had older guys hit on me. And let me tell you something. My daughters are in their 20s. They're in their early 20s, but still like I don't want no old creepy man looking at and hitting on my daughters. Nah, dog, that that ain't it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That ain't I'm it. Good. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, since we got off into this conversation about morality, you still feel attacked about your morals, and because you was oh, like, "Why are you attacking me?" I mean, I was I like, like dang, I'm you. A, "Dang, I'm on trial. I'm about to be locked up." Oh no! I, I, I ain't mad but at if, it. if I be like. Morals is for crock of shit. No, I heard that coming morals. from. I'd be like, where is that coming from? Because you know where it comes from? Where? I'm going to keep it a book. I'm going to keep Your it a mom? book. Well, if, if like my grandmother, 
um, would have actually been the first one. Really? Um, yeah, my grandma would have been the first one. Would have been the first. My mom showed me shit in real time, but mm -hmm. Granny was already planting the seeds. And I remember, yeah, you know, like I remember growing up, and I, I, I'm a very loving person. <laughs> Sometimes I'm, mm -hmm. like, I'm a very loving person, but. Like, I would think that I had all these friends. And I remember when I was young, my girl, you ain't got no damn friends. They ain't your damn friend. You, you believe them. They full of shit. And they full of shit. And they full of Jeez. shit. And just imagine um, hearing this damn near about everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Damn near about everybody. Then, you know, so I take that in. And I'm like, shit. Like. Damn, she old mean ass. That's what I was thinking in my head. Like, damn, she mean as fuck. Mm -hmm. Then when it came down to my mom, my mom was not as rough in her messaging. Um, she wasn't rough in her messaging, but she was rough in the examples that would be given to me. Okay. So, let's say I had a friend, and my friend was on some whole ass type of time. Mm-hmm. My mom would show me in real time like how a bitch ain't shit. She'd be like, mm, you see that shit right there? Didn't you ask her to do ABCD <gasps> and then she went right on over there and she did ABCD. Oh well, you God. told her to do da-da-da-da-da and she did da-da-da-da. Or if I went mm -hmm. to my mom and I asked my mom for advice about something and my, my mom not only would my mom be on their ass my mom would be on my ass, so my mom never really sugarcoated shit for me. Mm -hmm. Especially when it came down to shit that was right and wrong. Um, I remember at 22, 24, I did some shit. I did some shit. It was so bad the nigga went and told my mama. And my mom tried to check me on it. I was like, nah, if that shit happened, I'd do that shit again. And she couldn't do anything but laugh because she was like, well, you my child. I get it. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was like, they were very, very real about the nature of people. And so yeah. then when it comes down to people, I get people, I think people are going to do what people do. And so yeah, certain things, it's just like total, total, no done. I'm not fucking with you ever again. And then it'd be like some shit. Well, yeah, I get it. I, I, yeah. You know, see I don't like my grandmother my, I told you my grandmother was a sweet now my great grandmother my great grandmother was mean as hell but my grandmother was the sweetest woman I ever met like she literally she was the mother of the church she had you know all kind of foster kids who she adopted like and not only did she adopt them like probably like five years ago she took in her adopted daughter's kids and was raising them at like 79 and I, like everybody was like grandma you, you gotta send them kids back like how you raise raising these little kids like you oh <laughs> like my grandma was just like the sweetest woman ever but I think too like what probably prevented me from like living living is you know because I had my kids so young like as a teenager like I was tied down with kids as from the time I was a kid I was a kid and, and you know like I was tied down from from the age of a kid <laughs> uh, with kids so I didn't like live live like through you know all of my 20s and all, into my 30s like I, you know I was tied down with kids so I didn't 
you know, get to fully experience the 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 my twenties as a twenty year old as most twenty a, a mother. Yeah, I mean, literally, and that that, does, that probably does and... make a huge difference. Yeah, um, like I. I was like, literally, like I felt so much older than, you know, like even when I started going out and stuff, I was like, oh, I, I wasn't necessarily that comfortable in the setting because I felt so much older. Like my kids were way older because I had kids so much younger and it just, yeah. So I think that kind of changed my view on things. Like literally I was, you know, 18 having to, you know, take care of kids and, you know, responsibility. Yeah. You were grown. Yeah. You were grown mm-hmm. before you were grown, grown. Yeah, you know oh, what I'm saying? literally, seriously. And I wasn't mm-hmm. grown. I don't think I really became grown until I I hit my 30s, and I had, and and especially after I had Solomon, because Solomon definitely, uh, where I wasn't grown, shit, I had to figure this shit out and got grown real quick. But yeah, it yeah. makes you grow up really fast. Like I told you, when I was 27, I had a life changing epiphany, and that is when. I came into consciousness, but that's when I started to view the world differently. And that's when my elevation started. And that is when the forming of my moral compass really started. Like prior to that, like I wasn't like, I told you when I was 27, I called and there was like four or five people that I had done things wrong. Like I had a cousin, I stole her Tommy Hill figure dress when I was like 14. <laughs> like seriously, my cousins, like they were very fortunate. And I stole her Tommy Hill figure dress and my brother saw me with it on and he called and told her. And so I called and I apologized to her. I called and apologized to my mom for like always have talking back to her. And like, there were like four people that I called and apologized that I felt like I, you know, owed an apology. Like I literally had this big epiphany. And that is like when like the, like the moral foundation, like the forming of who I am today started at 27 years old. And I remember it like it was yesterday. And that's probably why I'm so firm on like my morals and stuff, because like, that's when, you know, I love the person that I am. And that is kind of like when that shaping and shifting happened. And it is, it was an enjoy, it's been an enjoyable process for me. Hmm. I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think, I think I may have apologized to two people that I've wronged. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, like growing up and shit. Like two mm-hmm. people that I was like, yeah, that was fucked up. But <laughs> um, there have been times where I have done some bullshit and I felt justified um, mm-hmm. because maybe they had done something to me that I didn't like. <laughs> do you really like rationalize like I did it, but she deserved it in your head? Yeah, I do. Girl, I, I like I will say I sorry do. to somebody even if I feel like they wronged me first. Like I say, like sorry rolls off my tongue. I do not care about that. Like I'd be like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm but sorry. I think it's because y'all be full of shit and don't necessarily mean it. <laughs> oh, anyways, Listen, I, you know what? <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> I don't really be thinking. I think, um, like <laughs> we want we say, want the heat off of us. That's what. It yeah, is. that's a, that's that's literally what yeah. it is. That's, that's and it. there have been times where somebody has wronged me and I and I fuck around and I got them back and it's like they and listen I ain't shit my cutoff mm-hmm. game strong as fuck like my cutoff game like fuck around and wrong me and th- I don't have to talk to your ass ever again in life now that being said I've probably missed out on 
relationships because of how I, I like how sensitive I can be to things. I've probably missed out on people in that sense because certain things may not may not have been that deep, but at the time I took that shit like it was deep and mm-hmm. I just won't fuck with you no more. Yeah. Um but if it comes down like you fuck me over and then I fuck you back over and then you be like you sorry, I'd be like, oh, "Okay, cool." And if they be like, you ain't going to apologize, and I'm going to be like, no, I meant exactly what the fuck <laughs> I did when I did that shit. Because had you not did what you did, I wouldn't have been in that situation. Mm-hmm. But if you want to play, come on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So it's like, if you fuck me over too bad, yeah. And it's not even that I can't make up with anybody. But I ain't wor- I'm like, I'm a fire sign. So, you know, child, I like the heat. Uh, you do be fiery, too. Yeah, but I can get fiery too, and I I get I, I I'm sensitive that like I, my and it comes across as like you know like I get offended because I'm sensitive. You don't say. I'm child. very I'm very sensitive. You don't say. Anyways, anyways, girl, because you was like I got motherfucking morals. No, I I do, and because like I said, I, and it, like you know. I, I had low self-esteem, like like I said, like when I was younger. So like like I at 27, that was like coming into my own, baby. I like who I am and I like my moral foundation. I, I like the woman that I am, baby. I like her. I like she. Mm-hmm. But thank you, Roguish. I appreciated that comment too, as well as Jay. Thank you as well too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not apologizing if I don't mean that shit. Cause it to me, it's like if I if I come to you and I'm humble. Mm-hmm. And I'm humble enough to apologize, and you know, like mm-hmm. I, I really want to mean it. I want, I want it to be sincere because if I open my mouth up, I'm like, I don't want to feed you no bullshit, especially if I don't. I mean do it, be but. meaning it when I say I'm sorry because it's to the people I love. Like I, my, my relationships, I hold dear. Like if I, I am very particular about who I let in and who I get close to. If I say I'm sorry, I want it to be over, but that's because I love you and I don't want to fight with you. Like I want, like I want us to patch things up because I love you and I want things to, like I want to patch things up. Like I, it's in love. It's not like me feeding you a crocker ish. It's literally because, like, man, I love you. I don't want to fight, <laughs> type of thing. Do uh, he says I don't apologize or accept apology. Stand on what you wanted Ooh. to do because it benefited oh, you. Oh, Kane. What a, what Kane. do you think about that? That's a good comment, Kane. Thank you. Oh. He said he don't apologize or accept apologies. What do you what do you think about the accepting of apologies? I wouldn't be able to be with someone who don't accept apologies. Now, because not accepting of apologies, like mm-hmm. not being forget. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I can forgive, but ooh, child, no. that, that kind of gets deep. When, That's, what's your sign, Kane? I think Kane is a Sag too. Kane, that's that's hard. The Sages be acting like them. Sages are. Poof. Listen, I love. Let me tell you something. What it is, we hold one. Somebody yes. said that we hold we hold grudges. Yes. And at yes. first, I used to argue that shit down. Like, no, I don't hold a grudge. I don't hold a grudge. I don't hold a grudge. <laughs> that's not fucking true. Mm. Actually, I I hold it. Now I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. It's not even necessarily a fact of not holding a grudge. That's mm-hmm. the thing. So I don't necessarily think that I hold a grudge. I don't forget shit. And to me, forget mm. not forgetting and holding a grudge is two different things. Because okay. there's some shit that can 
Like if you fuck around and you wrong me, and let's say I do forgive you, in the back of my mind, I'm still going to have like that inkling of like, what if you fuck me over again? And what do I need to be prepared to do just in case you fuck me over again? <laughs> you are such a sad. Oh you. my God. Like Who if I forgive like- you and you fuck me over again, it's going to be hell to oh pay God. because God damn, like don't play Who with me. Who thinks like that? But you know what? Let me tell you something. I apologize to my husband. I will apologize to my husband. I can feel like he was the person who was wrong, but I can apologize because I like if I offended you, I will apologize. Like I can feel like, well, you're the one who did something wrong, but you took offense to what I said. So I apologize. Like apologies are very easy for me. And it's really literally not like I do want it. I apologize because I want the argument to be over. But I'm like, if I don't care about like you, you won't see me. You won't catch me apologizing to a stranger or like, you know, somebody who I don't care about. Like Pete, like if I get into it with a cashier at a, you know, Walmart or something, I ain't apologizing. Like I, I love you and I want you know, I don't want to um, hold a grudge. I don't want us fighting because I love you. So I will apologize, even though I feel that he did something wrong. So him not accepting my apology, baby, that will eat me up. Yeah. Mm -mm. See, um, I play Sag games with Sag's baby. (laughs) Baby, y'all too much for me. Y'all, y'all. And we like to play fucking mind games, but that's, Mm -mm. yeah. Um, listen, child, listen, honey. No, Curlin doesn't hold a grudge. Babe, would you say that I hold grudges? I think with Curlin and I, Curlin and I tend to move past disagreements fairly quickly, fairly quickly. Now, there have been a a day or two where, um, (laughs) I have to kind of laugh at myself um, because there's been days where we we didn't fuss and I'll be like, okay, I'm cool. And then I'll still be thinking about the shit and mm-hmm. still be in the feeling of. And so while I could be like, okay, I'm done with it. You know what I'm saying? And we're trying to move on with regular, normal, everyday life. And then my face, my facial expression or I'm not as affectionate. And Curly mm-hmm. called me out like, well, now nah, you said we was done, but you still over here with your, what, what, what's wrong with you? And then I'd be like, I know I said we was, but I still feel some type of damn. And I, you know, it just, it just uh, depends. It oh depends. my gosh. But I don't, but, you know, you've surprised me uh, sometimes. Like we, we really get along fairly well. We've had a couple disagreements, but like, even with you, like amending disagreements, like I kind of be, it was like kind of surprised because even in like one disagreement, I was ready to hold, like not hold the grudge, but I was ready to hold out on like not apologizing. Like, Cause you was wrong, <laughs> like, and I was kind of surprised. Like, wait, she a sag? I wasn't expecting that. Oh, that like, I apologized. That you like? I don't even think it was an apology, but just reached out. Like, we need to have a conversation, type of thing. Well, I look at relationships where I have to work closely with somebody, mm-hmm. and I don't. I pick people, right? So if mm-hmm. I pick you, I pick you, and if I picked you. And I do something wrong or like we have a friendship as well as a working relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's important for us to mend shit and talk it out. And nine yeah. times out of 10, 
nine times out of ten i'm gonna try to fix it because i i don't want to i don't want to feel any type of way towards you i want to i want you to i want you to be cool i want you to be good and so i feel like we aren't in positions to do anything ridiculously harmful to each other right like i don't we're not in those types of positions but if i choose to work with you then there are going to be things that i'm going to have to compromise on there are going to be things that you have to compromise on and right. i understand that sometimes if we having disagreements behind the scenes that does fuck with our on-air chemistry yeah. and so i'd rather let's go and get this hashed out come on let's have this knockdown drag out fight mm -hmm. be past it and then we moved on and we're on to the next thing and it's not a thing that's continuing to linger and that's because to me that kind of causes resentment and then as black women and i see you as my sister um mm -hmm. i want us to be able to get past so we can get on to bigger and better fucking things because nine times out of ten a lot of the shit that we fussed about we're you know it was big at the time yeah. but if you hindsight, like, you yeah. ain't i bet we can't even remember like what the fuck it was about girl very. petty you know but very petty yeah. we we i think we do a good job of like hashing things out like you know what i mean like hearing each other out and expressing you know whatever whatever so yeah. but yeah child because i think like i said if you you um working with somebody and y'all supposed to be working together if y'all work closely together you gonna have a disagreement or two but mm -hmm. how do y'all handle that shit exactly um, how you bounce back that's that's does it get ridiculously personal if we don't agree on something or if i if i offended you in a way and we're not getting ridiculously personal and shit like that then it's like you know babe, it ain't that deep a lot of shit yeah. don't be that deep to me so i just Often, rather yeah. you know like i agree work out, i agree work it out but i feel like i don't have a lot of relationships like that with a lot of people um yeah i don't have a lot of relationships like that with a lot of people so when i fuck with people i really try to that's that these are my people these are who I fuck yeah with. i'm like that too because baby I'm, yeah. I'm i'm telling you i'm particular i'm particular but um i don't have nothing else child <laughs> we didn't moved away from that topic a long time ago girl are uh, you know what'd be funny though because mm -hmm. it wasn't a topic like a topic topic to build on it was like one mm -hmm. of those yes or no type of things it was i mean i had some other little i mean it was yeah it was yeah um some more more things that was just commentary but it like you said it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't nothing to do nothing too heavy but that was by design too because baby we got to come back here tomorrow i know and jay mm -hmm. we was gonna make up because i'm a peacemaker and you know i have to bring her <laughs> back in child she a what? All the way out <laughs> honey she a <laughs> a peacemaker okay? <laughs> just like uh, a yeah okay i'm a prude <laughs> and a peacemaker mm-hmm let her tell let her tell y'all that if y'all want to believe that if y'all want to concrete they believe me just just as good as they believe me. <laughs> like, stop stop they know i'm approved anyway anyways me. put a one in the chat if y'all think concrete is a approved put a one in the chat we need to do a poll put your ones up put your ones up 
Put your lighters up. <laughs> don't don't come in here hating. Don't don't do that. Don't don't it don't even look good on you, baby. Don't don't do it. Don't don't you dare. Leo, why is See? you lying to her? Leo know. He knows. Dang. It's obvious. It's evident. It's kind of like duh. Dane, really, Dane. You really it's think evident. You're- Andrew, Andrew, you was supposed. Danny, it comes off like it's you can't really miss it. Anybody who know women will be like, "Yeah, I see it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Concrete is three people that answer. Him. <laughs> no, ma'am. It's only three people that know women. Then. <laughs> That's it. I'm That's fine. all. You see, none of the ladies ain't said nothing. Honey. They don't know women. <laughs> see, oh faith, God. no. Faith, 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 <laughs> faith. Uh, wow, I cannot. What, oh, what the girl's cabin coming? Mm, girl, mm. What, who lies about that? Who, why, like, at, at, at my big age, why would I lie about that? Uh, Concrete, you know, Gemini's tend to be big on public image and shit, right? Yeah, we are. But like, what would I get out of it? Like, I mean, like I now, said, you know, I think I just think you be telling yourself that. But it's better to say you the opposite. She could be undercover, but you definitely oh come off as a. I am unfortunately. I've been this way my whole life. It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Interesting. interesting um well dmac you ain't is she approved or no okay shut up thank you kane we appreciate you thank you Mm -hmm. roguish it's not a cultural thing yeah of course i am i'm boring i know unfortunately they be saying that, but at the same time, be talking about how they only want Asian virgins. Like, you think that ain't going to be boring? But okay. I don't mind. You don't mind being called boring? Mm-hmm. Oh, church too. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be Carisha and uh, Suki. At all. Nah, look low. <laughs> Baby, let me tell you something. I couldn't even be reincarnated as one of them. Like it wouldn't work. Gotta be like you too far from it. Like I couldn't cut have bring you back. That that's too too extreme. Like, no. I mean, I can, you didn't teach it. me about scat though. <laughs> Listen, if you on the internet enough, you will learn too. So where was you at on the internet? In this <laughs> Facebook group. Oh. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Y'all be talking some wild shit. <laughs> you know them Facebook groups, baby. They be coming up with all type of stuff. <laughs> Leo, don't do that. Don't. Hey, do it. Uh, you know what? ARC came up with some damn terms. <laughs> uh, don't do it. Whole, I was like, listen, was Andy, whole, being loud ain't got nothing to do with nothing. My mama had 10 kids. You had to be loud if you wanted to be heard. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a lot. 
that's it. That's all. Well, we'll be back uh, here tomorrow, same time. Yeah, hit the uh, like button because y'all don't, and, and I'm tired. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, hit the like button, subscribe. Y'all can yes, share this yes. video. This was a good discussion, even though it Woof. went off the rails. It was a good discussion. <laughs> Completely off the rails. Because somebody got like hella. Woo, child. It got hot up in here. I don't know who that was, but anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right, y'all. Well, um, shout out to y'all for coming through. Um, yes. Definitely, definitely appreciate y'all, especially to those who super chatted us. Thank y'all. And mm-hmm. we will see you guys back here tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Andy. We appreciate you. What he say? Oh, Rose in the FB group with three o four Gab Union. No, nah, it, it it was um some interesting creatures and some interesting characters up in there, but um definitely not her. It's been disbanded, but I learned a lot in that Facebook group. Everything I know come from there, baby. Definitely not personal experience, but again, thank you. We appreciate y'all. Mhm. All right, y'all. We are out. Peace.